1: Welcome back to the 89th episode of the Door Up Door Podcast, mm-hmm. and we's back. We is. Um,
0: Yo, do we got plans for a one hundredth episode?
1: Cause we creeping up on it, kind of quit. So eleven more weeks. I thought about that last week, and I guess we need to do the count off to see. Cause originally we talked about doing the the day road trip to what was it, Water Burger? One mm. of them burger spots we were talking about, like in Ohio. Okay. Um, so I think we need to do to do a uh a check on the calendar. We're at 89 right now. So 11 so weeks is just under 3 months. 1 2 3 4 5 eight, August 6 7 8 9 10 11 11 if we if we record it every week, it would take us into like the first week of July. The first week of July. Yeah. Wait. So we're in the first week of. You said 11 weeks, right? You said 11 episodes. Yeah. Is that 11?
0: Yeah. No, I can't be. Yeah. 89. This is May.
1: So, yeah. So, 11 episodes. So, oh, it would take us. Me. Oh, one, uh, yeah. That would two, take Two, three, four, five. The first week of July? Six, seven, eight, nine. Nope. Okay. <laughs> 10, 11. Actually. We wouldn't be recording that eleventh week because that's the week of July twentieth, which I'm gonna be out of town. Okay, I'm like,
0: damn, you I, know I we was, ain't gonna record hundred weeks
1: from now. <laughs> no, nah, I was, I was counting, I was, I miscounted, I miscounted earlier, but the count now has us around July twentieth, which I'll be out of town that week. Um, so, and this, and this is saying if we record every week until the end, mm-hmm. but you know, shit happens. Um. Yeah, we might have to work unpaid overtime.
0: <laughs> 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 Who knows what could happen? <laughs> uh, our buddy Liquid at I mean, the... We end up missing Luke two week. weeks in a row because of unpaid overtime.
1: Liquid, Liquid at the... Uh, what uh, What would they say next? Podcast would get that one. Um, so if we record every week, we would still be off that week. And maybe we could do that following week. But I don't know. We have to figure it out, though. But I don't know. We That was just a, a random thought we had. Some time ago, about I think it was what a I think it was what a burger is it I something? don't remember, man i I thought it was a joke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, don't I mean, I can say it oh, wasn't. Yeah. We didn't have a serious conversation about the hundred, but I think we should. It'd be something cool. To, something cool we could do. I don't know though. Um, like what what would be cool to do? Like I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe we could like do it live at a venue like not a venue like fox theater but like a venue like uh <laughs> like i don't know like a genuine or something and just like because you know we we i guess you could say cool with the proprietors you know and just say hey man y'all cool we bring our uh our recording gear up in there and we record a podcast and you know we have people i mean obviously if we do it and we have people come out we could get people to come out between like the cigar group that we in and uh like people who are people we, who we know who are fans of the podcast. We
1: could get people to come out. I just wonder how would it be as far as conversation? Cause it's just gonna be random people trying to talk and shit. And...
0: No, no, no. They would have to be they would be studio audience, nigga. Like they'd just be in the background. Like we we would still it would probably just be me and you and then maybe have like
1: Okay. Maybe I got we
0: could you. do something and have like one or two other people, but not like everybody, not like that. But just like have a thing where, like, hey, we're recording a wonder episode. Um, the only thing is like Having a cigar place, we might have a lot of people who might not want to come just because, like, not even because they don't smoke cigars, but just because they might not be around, want to be around smoke or whatever like that. But who the
1: fuck do we hang out with that probably don't want to be around smoke?
0: We might have fans of the podcast who who don't want to come to that. Like maybe like Sophia might not want to come to that. Maybe or uh, you know, maybe like William Bowen might not want to come to that. You know, who knows? You know, but it might be people who who might be turned off from that. But I mean, really, it's not that smoky of a venue because they got them cool ass uh exhaust fans up in there so it's never really it's never really that bad but i mean you know maybe something like that have it at a venue i I only say genuine because we got i guess our our little connections with the proprietors and i feel like they'd be cool if we were like hey you know we got 15 20 people who are down to come watch us record this podcast and even if none of them buy cigars which obviously if we got people from the group and then a couple other people who would buy cigars. But even if they didn't, if nobody bought cigars, people would be buying drinks.
1: Right. I mean, at that point, yeah, at least drinks. So,
0: so they're going to make money regardless. So I'm like, I feel like that would be, especially if we advertise it too, that could be like, you know, they could look at it like, we're going to get money that night. And, you know, it'd be a fun thing. We haven't had anything like that here, you know. So, I mean, you know, maybe something like that, you know, have it have it at a venue and, you know, just holler at the proprietor and say, hey, we got, you know, I, I say genuine too, because it's a smaller sp- smaller comparative to like you know something big or whatever like we had a, like a like a legit legit bar like bookies or right, some shit right. like that then <laughs> like they're gonna need more than 15 we're like hey we bring in 15 people but if genuine if we tell genuine i bring in 15 people they're gonna be like well shit
1: that could work yeah i think that would be cool it's not like we're if we like in the back in the corner of the the back area and mm-hmm. shit you know it, it could potentially be a good thing so we may have to explore that yeah something like that but um So, we'll keep y'all posted.
0: Yeah, we'll keep y'all posted. (laughs) It was just a random thought when he said 89. I was like, damn, it's kind of close to 100. Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm
0: like, we had, I thought the 50th episode thing turned out great. Like, I I, I thought the 50th episode, in retrospect, turned out way better than even I felt it did at the time. Just because of the fact that, like, we did, like, we had the video. We had, like, probably at least a good, a good decent handful of people who were here. We had, I was doing the, uh... The Century Club challenge and shit. Oh, yeah, like, that's right.
1: You were doing that at the time. Yeah. I think, yeah, it, it, in, in retrospect, it definitely was leaps and bounds better than I think it even we thought it would be, period. Um, never You never know about folks coming out and shit like that, you know.
0: But, yeah, I mean, we're giving them a heads up, too. Like, hey, we're doing this thing in August, you know, or a lo- even a loose date. Like, you know, hey, July 27th or whatever, you know, some early August, we're going to do this thing. You know, I'm sure people will come out. Because we got, I mean, we got a decent amount of tweets for people who, who are trying to compete to be on the show. And, you know, for for the 50th, I mean. So, I mean, I think it could work out. It could be interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely down for uh for for something like that. That would definitely be dope. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely keep it posted. We're going to check and see if our, our folks at, at Genuine. I think Genuine would be the perfect place. Yeah, um, I think so, too. Just because of the... the the seating situation is pretty good. And they got the back area is not like you can still have shit going on in the front and it's not gonna um interfere with any business or any of that It's Not like we on stage next to the guitars and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So
0: we don't wanna mess up that one dude's love affair with uh that live music guy.
1: Man so yeah. But, I gotta, oh go ahead. No, I'll you can continue. I'm sorry. No,
0: go I was ahead. gonna say we just uh uh I guess I mean we just going kind I kind of hopping into topics but it's not really hopping into topics cuz we just kind of playing on what we just what we just did but um we were watching the uh the Larry Wilmore uh segment of the White House Correspondent dinner and there was a whole lot of controversy over it and I hadn't I heard like a smidgen of the controversy but I hadn't seen it so we just sat here and watched it, and I looked it up and I'm thinking like you know it's probably going to be like a quick little thing this is like a this was a 22 minute video of this guy's stand up portion. Thoroughly
1: entertained the whole fucking twenty two minutes.
0: Yeah, it was a really good a really good segment. It was it was pretty funny. And I derived a little bit of extra amusement glancing over. Like we I played the video, but I wasn't really watching it, so to speak. But like I glanced over to look at reaction shots and looking at some of the awkwardness of some of the people in the audience and some of the more risque jokes was uh it was pretty worthwhile. I like to see that that awkwardness. It, when there's like a Excuse like me. a super black joke it and like is. the white people just sitting there looking like oh yeah. what do we
1: do like I was just listening he played on his phone so I was just listening but I would I'd probably watch again just to see the reactions like I just know the facial reactions are probably fucking priceless yeah like ain't nothing like making white people uncomfortable with black <laughs> jokes I think that's just awesome
0: yeah it, it was a uh, I, I, I mean I I, I don't want to say I don't understand the controversy behind it because I do in the sense of like,
1: I mean, understand uh, it don't mean you got to give a fuck, though. <laughs> right? Right.
0: <laughs> but uh, it, it was it has some some touchy jokes. But I mean, what what doesn't? You know, anytime they have those kinds of things, there's always. I mean, that's that's part of being a comedian is is put is pushing an envelope. So, I mean, he 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 pushed it Man, a lot.
1: He, he picked up the envelope and <laughs> tossed it and shit. So yeah, he was uh, he was he was pretty funny. I mean the The biggest thing that was, you know, made that was made a big deal out of was, you know, him saying my nigga to to the president at the end. And so I didn't think there was actually going to be twenty minutes of shit plus minutes because that was the only thing people talked about. Mm-hmm. Although I seen a few, well, I that's the most people talk about. I have seen a few of the other clips and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. or like memes or whatever. But yeah, I thought it was solid. Doug. I I don't I don't really see the a huge deal i mean in like two weeks two three weeks no one's really gonna be talking about the shit so
0: what do you think about him saying saying nigga on tv like that in front of a whole bunch of white folks and in front of not just in front of the president but to the president like i mean because that is kind of like not a big deal in the sense of like we should be up in arms about it but like it's kind of a big deal like somebody said my nigga to the president on TV live in front of a whole bunch of white folks, like that—that that, that is kind of a big deal. Like, do you think it should be
1: as controversial as it was? I think I don't think it should be as controversial, controversial. Uh, but I do think it was a big deal. Isn't like you know, unprecedented. Like <laughs> right. Uh, like of all who would you know? I think a, a lot of people would probably feel that it was disrespect, but. I don't think it was at all, um, ah. and so I'm—I don't know. I thought it was cool. I, I don't really have anything bad to say about it.
0: I think it's interesting that white folks are upset that one black man called another black man my nigga. Like,
1: like, have you been upset about any other blacks being called nigga by anybody else?
0: <laughs> Not to mention the fact that uh. Probably half the motherfuckers in the
1: audience probably called him a nigga behind his back. Man! So, <laughs> so. Eight, eight years ago, he was probably many a niggas. And niggers. hmm So, I just, you know, once I seen that happen, I was like, man, I bet the think pieces are going to be on on bang, dog. And I haven't, well, I don't really, first, I don't even read think pieces like that. I figure it's going to be a few think pieces, a few open letters... I figured Don Lemon may you know <laughs> chime in, especially since he was clowned, um, clowned on there. I figured maybe uh, – um, I'm going to call him Pierce Brosnan. Uh, uh, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan?
0: Like I don't even know what you're going for.
1: <laughs> uh, what's the dude from, uh the English guy or British? Oh, Pierce
0: Morgan. Pierce Morgan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pierce Morgan. Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> hey, why would James Bond be upset about that? <laughs>
1: Right, I figured he would have some shit to say, which he probably has, um, and I think he probably. Tw- I think he actually tweeted some stuff about it. He might have, but uh, yeah, he. T- I think he tweeted some, and I have to use I think and things like that because people always read our uh, listen to the podcast and they're like, yeah, you were wrong, and I'm like, no, I wasn't even certain about the shit, <laughs> but I don't want to come out every time it happens. Someone says, oh, you were wrong, or this is that. I'm like, no, motherfucker. I wasn't even sure. And just a, <laughs> just a disclaimer, I'm never really sure if I say shit like I think. So <laughs> that, let's just put
0: that out there. That's kind of implied within the term, it I think. It should be. That you're not it sure. should be. You know what <laughs> I'm
1: saying? But, yeah, so I think he had posted something about, and he put in, uh, uh, and he he censored it, and then put ER at the end or some shit. Like, he clearly didn't say nigger. Yeah. At all, at all. Interesting. So I don't know. I don't think it was a huge, a huge, huge negative thing.
0: No, I I find it interesting and kind of a big deal that it happened. But at the same time, I, for one, I don't care. And then for two, I, uh, I I just I don't know. I kind of feel like at this point they shouldn't even really be that. It's not like that's the first time they ever heard a black man call another black man nigga. Like it's it's not like. It's that shocking.
1: I will say, I don't think it's something I would have done just because it's. I don't it's know if I would have had the balls. Like, yeah, I don't think I would have had it. it. I felt like if I would, you know, say some for some odd reason, Obama's speaking somewhere and I got a chance to talk to him and, you know, I'd be like, what up, my nigga? And try to, you know, give him a hand, hand dap. I feel like I'd be tackled or some shit. Like, I don't think, you know, the normal foe will be able to probably wonder, pass with that shit.
0: I wonder if he cleared it with him first. Cause I almost well, feel like you kind of should have. That's possible. Cause like if I, I I would be like I said I wouldn't have like just because of the president and I like I don't know him like that and I don't know how much how well Larry Wilmore maybe Larry Wilmore
1: knows him you know what, to the point where he knows that's, cool that's a great point but uh, if because, he go like hey, because man. I, I would feel like the president and you know he. I don't think he's a person you really just want on your bad side. Like, right. It felt like he's a person you always want to be cool. So. Right. Like, would you ever
0: want to have the pre like the first black president? And yeah, you a Black man like, be
1: like you fucked up dog. Like yeah, like I don't I don't like him. Like you right. know what I'm saying? Like I, w- I wouldn't want to be that guy. And so, that's such a huge roll of the dice. Yeah. So I I could I would think that uh he probably gotta got that pass. I thought he, like he
0: like, might have cleared it with him, but oh, he could never admit that. Like, Barack Obama could never be like, oh, he asked me if he was cool, and I said, yeah. He could you're never say like, that. At least he not was, now. It's like they
1: talking in the, in, you know, in the backstage or something, and you're like, you think it's cool? He was like, do it, my nigga. Right right, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, like, if you do, I didn't tell you to do it. You know, some <laughs> shit like that or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I think he would be cool. I don't know. I think I think Obama probably uses that in in random language. That's what right? I was gonna
0: ask, like, cause, like we like we as as black folks and me as half a black folk, like the like the joke and <laughs> say that he says life. that. Yeah, we like the joke and say that he he's probably like you know when he's hooping and stuff, he probably says that you know he says shit like that, all these kind of like black colloquialisms. But like, do you think he really does? Like, th- does he strike you as the type of dude that's, like, that I, that will say
1: that? <clears throat> I I feel like he 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 does he do, he does use it. But it's like some people you don't think you would hear from. Like, you've met my uh, my father in law. Have a, I? I think you've met my father in law, or at least been in the company of I'm him. A, I might have
0: seen, like, okay. like, been in the company, like at your other than, wedding, other than, but. Other than <laughs> wedding. Okay,
1: maybe not. I don't know. But he's a real more conservative. You know, uh, he's shit, he's sixty eight. I mean, he's you know old guy, but he's conservative. For the most part, it was like that, and it took the longest for me before I finally heard him say niggas, and it was just it just tickled the shit out of me, <laughs> dog. I, I forget he was talking about some some people coming down the street or some shit like that, and he's like, "Are these go crazy niggas out here?" You know, what I'm saying it's some shit, yeah. and it just like, yeah, I was like getting like a, like a little schoolgirl and shit, like he said niggas. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: always interesting if like if you are uh, fortunate enough to have a good relationship with with the in laws. To kind of like get to a point where it's not like you're speaking to someone who is, I guess, like above you in a sense, like where you feel like you gotta be on your p's and q's all the time. And it can be more like a peer relationship, right. like that's dope. That's what I have with my father-in-law, and it's like we are like. I I mean, I feel like I feel like he could listen to you, this podcast, you, and I wouldn't hear I wouldn't hear no shit about it. Yeah, you, like he saw me make a joke once. Okay, so I didn't. I don't know if I talked about this on a podcast, but there was a time when. We went to a bar with my wife and all her uh, a lot of her coworkers, and there was some sort of bet. I can't remember what it was that I I may have lost. I don't know, but it was something where I had to do. uh, I think it whatever it was, I had to do three or four shots of someone else's choosing. Okay. And whatever the whatever the person whatever the situation was, the person bought like. I think I had to do three or four shots, maybe, and a person bought four uh, blowjob shots, and I didn't know what that was or anything like that. But it's some shit like I don't know, it's some brown colored shit. Like it's maybe got some cafe fucking liqueur in it or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. And then it's got like a little like a bit of whipped cream on top, and you're not supposed to use your hands to drink it. So, so you, you got to grab with your mouth. You just got to grab it with your mouth and, and throw it back. So they were recording videos of me taking the shots and people were taking, you know, I would take the shot. People would make a joke like, yeah, about me having it in my mouth like that and all these kind of jokes. And then like on one of them, I said something like because, you know, a shot glass is probably like, I don't know, man, like if you look at the rim of a shot glass, it's probably thicker than most dicks like it's like a <laughs> like you're talking like I don't know I'm <laughs> I'm sure to think with my hand but it's like probably like this like you know that's like thicker than the average dick <laughs> and i made a joke like uh this is what my wife feels like or something like that <laughs> are you serious yeah like i made a, i made a joke like that while they were recording a video and they were posted the video on facebook and then, like, a week or two later, my father was like, "Like, yeah, I saw that video it was supposed on Facebook. I heard what you said about the blowjob shots. I was like, oh,
1: shit. Man, I would be forever embarrassed, dog. <laughs> no,
0: it wasn't that bad, man, because it's like me and him are so cool. It was just like – it was just funny. And he makes all kinds of, like – lewd jokes. In a, yeah, in, like inappropriate sex. Not Not even jokes, but, like – actual like real shit like what 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 he's gonna do to his wife that night and all kind of shit it's like why would you even tell me? like why would you even publicly talk about how you're gonna fuck now your his wife, wife
1: isn't her mom though
0: no his wife is her stepmom okay but still it was like it was still funny though it's like so it's like i know he's he's kind of like he don't care about that kind of shit like those kind of lewd jokes and shit like that but um yeah it's, it's cool when you like get to a situation with an in-law where you can like where it's more like a, almost like a peer relationship rather than a like I I have to impress you. I have to impress you. I have to impress you.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. I I, I have a really uh really good relationship with my um my in laws, uh but I don't I don't think it'll ever get to that point. Um uh, <laughs> right. it, it, it would never get to that point. I, well her
0: father's very fucking unique when it comes but he's not that old either. It's not like he's like old as shit. He's like in his mid forties or some shit. So it's no, like he's not even like, like
1: your wife is younger, man. Yeah,
0: he's like and then they they had her at a young age, too. So, like, he's not that old, either. So, it's not like he's, okay. like, some old man yeah, like who say, just my, sits at home my, and shit like that. I'm like, he's like two he's years all getting fucked up every weekend, just like, like I am. He's,
1: like, two years from 70 and shit. So, it's like, yeah. you know, he's older. But, I mean, he's real cool. Um, I think initially, you know, it took a while to warm up, you know, with him and stuff. So, you know, it, it'll be times where I'll be home. And he'd be over, you know, uh, checking shit out in the garage. And, you know, he tried to strike up the, hey, how's the, how's the job search going? Like, you know, yeah. it'd be and I was just saying, like, I always felt like whenever he came out, I felt like I couldn't just be sitting around doing nothing. I didn't want to be that nigga. Like, you know, you just sitting around, my daughter at working, you just sitting around kicking the bullshit, sitting around the house drinking and <laughs> shit. You know, right. so I always felt like I always had to be doing something. Although it was like I had shit to do. Normally, but it was like every time he came over for a good man. It's like a good two months, man. Every time he came over, nigga, like I was chilling in, in in basketball shorts and beater, watching TV, watching Daredevil. Yeah, but it was like every time. But other times I'd be busy as hell doing shit, and so. But he's definitely cool as hell. But I'm definitely a lot cooler uh, with my mother in law. You know, she's uh, I warmed up to her a lot, a lot faster. So I don't know, but do you, do you think it's it's uh, like an absolute to be able to be cool with your in-laws. Do you think you could be married to someone and not be cool with their with their parents?
0: I don't know. Like, okay, so a lot of the TV that I grew up watching, that was always kind of like an ongoing joke about hating your in-laws. And, like, I, I saw that on TV so much. Like, whether it be, like, married with children or... Uh, so just like I feel like that was that was a heavy thing on married with children, but like shit like that, you know, you always feel like the in-laws Show are supposed harder. to be somebody you don't get along with and shit. Excuse, and, um what's that? Just your lighter. And um, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing that that's mandatory. I think it's a thing that if it's a situation where they don't like you and you don't like them, that it's is gonna make things exponentially harder than you would prefer. Is it something that you can't do? I I don't think so, but I feel like if if y'all don't like each other, then it's probably not a it's it's gonna be harder to deal with.
1: Yeah, I I think all of the all of the uh like the chicks I've ever dated that I actually had to meet their parents, I was they were cool. I had one that her her mom was a little iffy, her dad was kinda, you know, kinda standoffish. Um, but she was nice to me, but I don't know if she really, like, truly, really liked me and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, we had a moment where we stayed together, so I stayed in her apartment, and her, I think her, you know, her dad was, like, a pastor and stuff. And you talking about an ex? Yes. Oh, okay. Ex. And uh, whenever, I remember one time her mom was coming over, and I seen my, seeing seen my girlfriend time, like, hiding my shoes and shit. I was like, so, this ain't cool? Like, do they pay your bills or some shit? You know what I mean? Like. Why she hiding? You mean just. Hiding my shit like I don't stay there like, Oh okay My am like, maybe she was just cleaning up <laughs> you No know, I'm just like she just tucking <laughs> shoes All under the beds and moving I'm like what the fuck you doing with my shit So I don't know That should have been a sign that things wasn't probably Supposed to be like they were
0: <clears throat> It was just a thing where she just felt it was too soon For them to know that Because I felt like there was a time pe- there was a time period Where me and my wife were living together And I don't think that her mom knew I don't think she was running around hiding shit either, but I think it was kind of thing like it wasn't explicitly clear. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but, I mean, that's that's not too unusual. That's not like a thing like the in-laws don't
1: like you. It's more just like a thing like, hey, they, they don't know we're
0: living together yet.
1: You know? Yeah, I don't know. It could have been. It could have been a cop It could have been either or, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's like, you know, it's like one of those things like my mom, my mom has met a lot of the chicks I've dated and... I feel like if my mom, and it's just my situation, but I feel like if my mom didn't really like them, I feel like they probably wouldn't have worked out. Cause my mom likes most everybody that's actually decent folks and shit. So mm-hmm. I feel like if my mom didn't like her, I feel like she may, it may not have worked out.
0: I think that's kind of the case with a lot of men, and I don't know if that's a a black man thing or a men in general kind of thing. Not a
1: men in general,
0: but I know that uh, I know that women too have that idea that like if their man. Uh, if their their man's mom don't like them then it's going to be a problem because they know that that they feel like men are typically i think it is a black thing though because they feel like black men have like a more of a connection to their moms so like they feel like if the mom don't like them then it's a big problem i don't know if it's a big problem unless the mother is like vocal about it or is Antagonistic whenever well, whenever, yeah. the, well, whenever the woman and is I around. I think
1: TV has made that too. I think you. I think TV has had like some mean ass black moms when they came mm-hmm. to them dating their daughter, dating their sons and shit like that. And it was just they just were just rude as hell and you know shit like yeah. that. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of the one chick who's been a like a TV mom. Uh, the grandma on Blackish.
0: Oh uh, yeah, she's the. Um she was the uh one of the aunts on Fresh Prince.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's all I see that she's kind of been that one that you know turns her nose up at her, you know. Yeah. And and so I've I've seen that in certain situations with folks, but I don't know. I just felt like you know my mom is you know she's probably the, you know one of the cooler cooler people on earth, and I feel like if she if she didn't like somebody, I I would probably like damn why don't she like her like what's fucked up about her?
0: Oh my mom but. would never tell me that though, like not blatantly all rip because she doesn't want to be that like she doesn't want to be a factor in my decision like that so i feel like if my mom didn't like somebody she would probably be way more low-key about it like she would try or at least fake it and then maybe if yeah i can see my mom doing that yeah if it came up or something like that she might be like yeah well i don't like this aspect but she wouldn't she wouldn't be just aggressively like antagonistic toward the person either because she's just not tacky like that so, cause that's, that is, that's tacky.
1: No, it is. It's it definitely tacky. You know, I think if, you know, my, my dad, before he passed, he was always asking when I was going to have kids and all this stuff. And I don't think he really, he never met too many chicks I dated. Uh, but I don't think he would have, he wouldn't, he wouldn't give a hell. He just wanted grandkids. So he wouldn't have gave a fuck. Yeah. You know, he just like, so when you have a kid, this was like, I was like early twenties. I'm like, man, I'm just trying to live right now. dog. Stop <laughs> asking about these goddamn kids. nigga. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to avoid
1: that shit right, right now. Right, right, I'm just trying to have some fun and blah, blah, blah. You know, so I don't know. What about the uh, um, siblings? What do you mean? Now, you think you could, you know, be in a situation where you don't like their like their siblings and shit? I think that's easier because
0: a sibling is somebody you don't really have to impress. And you also, nine times out of ten, the sibling kind of is a peer. So it's kind of like... You, it's, I don't know it's kind of just like fuck you then like if if uh your your woman or your man brother or sister don't like you and this person is like around your age and shit like you don't need you don't really need to impress them like you could just you know as no, long I as you have significant other like yeah, you I don't
1: think it's a, I don't think it's the issue of like impressing but um if you were cool with him it works out you know what I'm saying oh, at, if you're not like, cool who, mean, that's the case all yeah, the case yeah. yeah. Um, like my, you know, my, um, wife just has a brother, um, and he does, she does, right. (laughs) He's cool, but, but we're on two different, like levels of life and shit, you know, we don't, so is he older or younger? He's old. He's like, he's like a few years older, older than you or older than her or both? Both. We're we're like, me and a wife are two months apart. Okay. So he's like two years older, I think, but we probably would never really hang out or some, if Like, if I met him on the street and shit like that or something like we may not have been... Like, we never probably would hang out and shit like that. But, you know, I would say he's tolerable because he's cool. But, you know, whatever we, you know, we, we interact, you know what I'm saying? It's never, you know, it's never fake or anything. But I don't think if we were cross paths and we met through friends and friends, we would be, like, you know, hanging out or some shit like that, you know. I don't think that would have
0: happened. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it just... Kind of like if you have a good relationship And then you're cool with like siblings and parents and shit It just enhances the relationship even more Because like I am cool with like My wife's entire immediate family Like her parents, her step parents And her siblings Now I'm cool with all of them And like it helps that It helps too that for me uh, Being older And her brothers are younger That they kind of like Are i don't want to say little brothers to me but like they well the only reason i say we little little brothers is i don't want to make them sound like kids but like they like i'm like i I genuinely like them like they're both like cool as fuck like and i like them like it's not like a, it's not even like a fake thing like i tolerate your brothers like i like her brothers both of them like they're they're cool they're good kids and like i, I said kids again see that's why i didn't want to say kids they're both they're, <laughs> well, they're how, both of adult how, age How, how
1: younger? How, how much younger are they
0: um, one is, I believe, twenty, and I think the other is twenty-two,
1: maybe. They're kid brothers, Doug. <laughs> they're kid brothers. Well, mean, they're about over, be, they're over eighteen. So it's so nothing we're bad kids, about but... it, you know. What I'm saying, I mean, if, I, if my 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 wife had siblings that were twenty-one, twenty-two, I, but shit, mm-hmm. if they're younger than my siblings, they're kid siblings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My my sister's thirty-two, and my brother's twenty-six. So yeah, my like,
0: brother's thirty. So no, wait. My brother's twenty nine. But still, like it it's still wait, no, yeah. Yeah, my brother's twenty nine. Okay. <laughs> I can I feel like I, I felt like he turned thirty, but no, he hasn't. Um yeah, my brother's twenty nine. Sure? I'm positive. <laughs> my brother's twenty nine. Um yeah, I mean that I don't look at them as kids per se. I, I think I I think my only thing with the, the the term kid is that I know a lot of like especially like among like white guys, they love to call other guys that are like pretty much they're in their same age range kid. And I always, to me, it always sounds like dismissive to me. Like it sounds, uh, not dismissive, demeaning. Like yeah, this one yeah, kid, I mean, came, it, like this one kid came up to me. And I'm like, well, you call him a kid, like, like he's less than you. Like you know, this one kid came up to me, like he's your right. age. Like right. I don't know. So I just have a thing with the, I just have a thing with the term kid. But like they are, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're significantly younger than me. But point is, I, I, you know, I like them both genuinely. Like it's not like these, are... and it's, it's weird to me too to like have, uh. To have two, um, what are what are they, uh, Stepbrothers? Um, brother in law, brother in law. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm horrible with those terms. Two brother in laws.
1: I had another question about that part, but go ahead.
0: Well, I was just gonna say it's 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 fortunate for me to have two brother in laws that I genuinely like. Like I, I I would hang out with both of them, just like casually. And the same thing with like her father. Like a, like it's not even like, uh. I need her, like I, it needs to be a family thing. Like if her father in law came over here by himself and was like, "Hey Mike, let's hit the bar," like it'd be like, "Yeah, let's go, let's do it." And I, me and him, would, I could see me, we haven't done it yet, but, but it, I could, it could see happen. me it easily happen. Me and him just go to the bar together and just like drink and talk shit. Like that would definitely happen. So like it, it, I, it's, I'm fortunate that I'm cool with her like her whole immediate family, but uh. I don't think it's mandatory. I think it's just a a bonus if you got it. It can be a trial if it's bad, though.
1: Right, right. What do you, and just keeping just the theme of just family shit. What do you? Uh, how do you feel mm-hmm. about the term step as in like stepson, stepbrother, stuff like that? Like, I'm. I think oftentimes times where I, I would be out with like my stepson mm-hmm. and. Like I don't want to diss like I'm like I'm pushing him away like he's not my real kid but like do you at some point do you feel that your wife would be able to, uh she just call Michael her son or stepson or how do you how do you feel about that the titles when it comes to that
0: The title is mandatory. You can't you can't call him your son. Mm. You just can't. Cuz you're not cuz that's the same as saying I'm the mom.
1: but you said you say my, my stepson or son by marriage or, you know, do you just
0: I I mean, I haven't thought about it, but if I did, I, would, I if if my wife had a kid prior to us meeting, I would call that kid stepson or stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Because and it's it's not any way of, think it takes
1: any, takes away from anything or it's just what it is. It's, it,
0: just, it's just what it is. Like I I feel like cuz and I feel like it's a respect because like you can't cuz I feel like if if I just called that that child, my son or daughter, is disrespectful to that kid's actual
1: father. Really? I oh, I guess I never looked because that kid has a father, so I he, can't say Ed that's my son. Father, he but has a father. That doesn't mean that you or, know you're not you're not you don't play a role in his life, his or her life, or whatever. Wait, what, wait, what? You cast my lighter back. Um, I was saying, I guess it doesn't it doesn't take away from that that child having another, you know parent or other father or whatever but i can i can see what you're saying with that just the
0: way i look at it is like if you say if you say son or daughter that implies mother or father on your end and i just feel like just out of respect for that person's actual mother or father that i gotta make that distinction of stepson or stepdaughter just to just for it to be clear that i'm not that person's actual father now if it's now if it's a scenario where say the uh the parent the actual parent isn't around or something like that like they're a deadbeat ass motherfucker, and so like they have an actual father and that person that is person just exists. a deadbeat piece of shit yeah. then that's different
1: right okay. but
0: like it, like so it, that's different parent, but they actually have like yeah, right, right, yeah right, right. so like yeah, so it it, it depends on a scenario, but I, that's I, just that's how
1: I feel about it. I can it. see that. I could I, I can definitely see that. Uh, yeah, because it's like I don't think you know my and I don't if know, they don't
0: have a father, then you actually well yeah they role. do or
1: it's like a, uh, a they're not active or whatever the case. But you know, I don't. I mean, my so my my stepson is is seventeen, to eighteen. So I've never and I only came I came into his life when he was already a teenager. Right. So. And we didn't get married almost two years ago, so I would never expect him to call me dad or anything. So right. you know that's definitely like not not a requirement. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, just call me Otis. I'm fine with
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would I would be the exact same way. And yeah, I, I don't think I would never require that of somebody or put that put myself in that position. I would just you know I would just go by the official title if that child. whatever reason their actual father isn't around or whatever like that and they looked at me as a real you know as their father or whatever their dad or whatever that's then that's a different story right but that doesn't that doesn't apply in my situation specifically so yeah yeah i can
1: see that i can see that yeah
0: so um to get off that serious shit um
1: back to this other
0: (laughs) yeah back to this bullshit uh no (laughs) but um let's see what uh Man, we got so many topics. Man, we got so many things I want to talk about. Uh so, um let me get into <clears throat> I don't want to say the 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 heart of what I want to talk about cuz the heart of what I want to talk about is is uh white people being ain't shit today. And it it's been <laughs> it's so crazy that we can have so many episodes where we talk about how white people ain't shit or how they've been or how not how white people ain't shit, but how they have been Behaving in an that,
1: ancient manner at that time. We've done that a lot. A lot. I think if we if we would have labeled the episodes, we'd probably be on episode
0: thirty. <laughs> yeah, if, if yeah, if if we labeled every episode in the title to where it it hinted that there was a portion of it we talked about some fucked up shit white people did, I don't think it would. I think it would probably be more than thirty out of eighty nine. Nah, you'd be more than thirty. I mean, dog. that was a modest like. Yeah. We would <laughs> be sitting uh, like fifty something. Thirty, yeah. but uh to we could push the we could push the ways in which white people fucked up uh back a little bit um but one thing that I want to talk about that is the I guess the secondary uh meat of the podcast portion today is that I have a a secondary dick sales uh
1: story to tell if, so if if you haven't heard do you remember the episode number of Dick Sales?
0: Man, Dick Sales might be like episode seven or some
1: shit, dog. Like, that's one of, like, the
0: OG episodes. Yeah, that
1: was definitely one of our most played episodes. And that got to be in the first, what, 20 episodes, maybe?
0: I feel like it's, like, number seven or some shit. Like, it's early. But I, I'm
1: willing to wait for you to look and see because I'm curious. Um... So uh, what what cigar do you have right now? I'm just thinking of random shit you can talk about while I'm scrolling.
0: Um, I have my number three ranked uh, cigar, the Uzi weighs a ton, which I've mentioned on the podcast before. Um, Can't wait! I just ordered one of those. Yeah, it's one of my one of my favorites. Um, Yeah, it's, it's it's a long time. It's one of my it's one of the ones that I smoked and it was a favorite. And then over the course of what's now probably been how long have we been smoking cigars, man? It's gotta be like at least like three, four years at this point. Roughly. I
1: don't do you think we got more serious cigars as we started podcasting, or you think we were at that peak beforehand?
0: I think it's increased over the time we've been podcasting, but it's only because we've been podcasting for probably like a good two years. But like the uh the time when we started we were we were still kinda on like those flavored joints, the infused joints. So uh as our palates have shifted and we've gained a pre a greater appreciation for like the uh I guess I don't wanna say like elite shit making us sound bougie or whatever, but like as 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 we've gained a greater appreciation for like the better shit, um I think that's probably happened over most of the podcast period. Like a, I think a very small portion we were kinda like on that infused shit. But, um, this is one of the first ones where I liked it and I was like, this is a damn good cigar. And then over the course of, we'll say a year and I've tried a whole bunch of, whole bunch of different cigars and I thought, all oh, these are great. This one is stuck so high that it's still in my top three. So like, this is like an everyday to me. Like if I could buy a box, I would, well, I can buy a box you eventually. Could Yeah, them. I could buy a box theoretically, but, um, if I, you know, if, if, I made a list of ones that I'd be willing to buy a box of like twenty. It's there.
1: Um, if I wanted to buy a box, it would probably be the uh, the Hoya Antonio nineteen seventy or I gotta fucking try that or the uh, hey you know I may you know I'd be up to trade you one for one. Man,
0: um, shit! You got to dog as many times I done of bought some shit. Not a traded your ass. Yeah, bro, I'm always you, up for trading. Yeah, but I never trading. think about it though. Yeah. But like, is that one of the ones you just got? The, one the seventy Yeah, yeah, yeah I just, that's that's one. So I have that next week. Okay, so we'll make shit that happen. So we'll um, make that happen. But I ain't gonna trade you no Romas for it though, because
1: yeah, I, I got my. Romas you sitting coming, right? So, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. you sitting on you, no, no, no You good, got them yeah. on deck, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I maybe the uh, Tatijuana that'd be okay fine. yeah that's, I think that's, that'd good. Be good. that's a good um one. oh so 17 episode 17 was dick sales oh, okay i was way off can you think i mean you, know, you can you guess how many plays we got for that episode <sighs> um 200 something 200 plays yeah that's real modest dog really very modest 600 something Anyway, I'll just tell you because it's too modest. We had 4,800 plays from that episode. What? Yeah. Are you serious? 4,895. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. I still feel like that's like my most epic rant that I've gone on. I think that was probably the, the – se- and I think that's still the second most played episode, maybe. Because I think we had – well, you remember, we had a lot more plays than we were counting like – uh, um iTunes plays and all that shit. Yeah. So then they uh, when they took that out, a lot of the plays just dropped or whatever. Um, but I think it was that one and I mean there was another we that had a lot, crazy, but forty eight hundred. We some crazy uh, titles. I'm just looking at the episode. I
0: know there were a couple that creeped Ep- over a thousand episodes. Forty
1: more than forty eight hundred. That might. That's got to be the most. No, it's not. Uh, really? I'm pretty sure that the uh, why you gotta be so rude. Episode had way more plays. And mm-hmm. I'm clicking it now just to see. Really? Yes. <laughs> the why you gotta be so rude episode got ten thousand six hundred plays. Holy shit! That but see that had a lot of plays when iTunes was. Uh, but was still, five. fuck. It was, <laughs> I remember it being at like five, like. Uh, five thousand. I remember at some point having like five thousand plays with that one. Wow! And that thing has had, and that had the most downloads at thirty three hundred mm-hmm. downloads. Wow!
0: The idea that thirty three hundred or ten thousand, however many, what you say, what was the first number of the plays? Ten thousand six hundred. The fact that ten thousand people might possibly could have listened to that is mind boggling to me.
1: Yeah, I, and and I think the episode was great, but I think it played into that song being really popular at that time yeah
0: it definitely did yeah the the, the dick sales one is my fa- it's still my favorite though mm-hmm. because like that was that one in nigga days is still my favorites because like I, I it had a rare combination of being profound but also being angry and also not being too
1: drunk to to remember what the fuck we talked about. No, no, to be able to even speak oh, just, it, right, to, right, right, to be right, able
0: right. to com- convey my thoughts clearly, because right. there's so many episodes where like I have good ass thoughts, and then by the time I actually get to talking about them, I'm like buzzed enough to the point where I'm just like fucking up my speech and I can't get my words together and I can't get my point across. But like the ones where like I'm just buzzed enough to where I'm I'm sitting good, but I can still get my thoughts out and they're still coherent and shit like that. I had the the dick sales had an epic rant, and I know nigga days had an epic rant too.
1: Nigga Days later or earlier? I don't remember. May have been earlier. Um But yeah, man, I think you know, as 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 non popular <laughs> as we are, I feel we had some good episodes that got some great plays. And those two are definitely a, a testament to that.
0: So um, um What were we talking about? Where were we going with this? Well I was gonna I was gonna tell my Dick Sales 2 story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I was gonna say with with Dick Sales, like we might have listeners I, I don't know. I don't feel like we've gained very many new listeners lately. So I figure anybody most people who are currently listening have probably heard the Dick Sales episode, but if there's any chance that there are people Okay, so like Baylor the Great, he ain't heard that shit probably. I don't I doubt he went back to episode 17 yeah. and like caught up with shit, but uh for like somebody like him who hasn't who who's like joined our now. who's an actual fan now who joined us lately, who might not listen to like the older shit the Dick Cells episode, the, the premise basically was that I talked about how I've noticed that like a lot of white dudes will like piss and not wash their hands. And then like I, I was basically saying that like it's crazy that um, that white people can be racist, but at the same time, they're like touching their dicks and just leaving and like leaving cells off of their dick on like doorknobs and shit like that or, you know, all kinds of crazy shit like that. And that was to me, it was like mind boggling because I think I, I I don't I think a combination of that and maybe one other episode I was talking about. how I think it's crazy that you can be racist, but like you don't wash your hands after you piss or so like you walk outside barefoot and the, the bottom of your feet is black. But you racist like how are you dirty and racist like at least be clean and be racist, you know, shit like that. So, but the premise behind dick sales was <laughs> was white dudes pissing and not washing their I don't hands. Know
1: too many clean racists. But yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, if you racist, you obviously are. You, there's something, there's something missing in your brain. So you might think that it's cool to like go go in the bathroom and piss, and then you know say flush the urinal with your hand and just walk the fuck out. Like, can you imagine like if you work in a place where you work with guys who primarily don't wash their hands after they piss? how many dick cells are on that fucking doorknob. Like, that shit is so humbling that it it will make you just, like, use a paper towel to open the door and then still use, like, hand sanitizer after you leave. Like, it's crazy.
1: And I I see it all the time. Super super sidebar. uh, I I hate, like, I understand Mm. this whole recycle age and shit like that, but I feel like if a bathroom makes you, forces you to fucking air dry your hands, they should at least have a fucking push-to-exit door that's it's, it's nasty as fuck like i gotta air dry my hands then i gotta touch the fucking doorknob that somebody else didn't wash their hands on right fuck that put let me push the door out if you're gonna force me to air dry my shit otherwise give me some paper towel so i can grab the fucking handle throw the paper towel in the fucking garbage and keep going
0: what what really irritates me is one of the the, the theater that i go to to see my movies and i go to the same theater all the time the theater has those like Dyson hand dryers where you kind of like almost like dip your hands in like you're yeah. dipping them into a pot or something and you dip your hands in and it air dries them. They have the thing where you can you can pull the paper towel out of it but it's always empty. And like that really irritates me because I'm like I don't want to do the drying thing, but if I have to do the drying thing make me feel like that's my only option right, by right. still having the paper towel thing there. It makes me feel like you could put paper towel in there for me but to you do that, don't. but you don't, you don't. And like that. That irritates the shit out of me. And every time I go to the movies there, cause it's when you go piss after a movie, obviously there's a whole bunch of people leaving the theater at one time. And that's just your theater. There's could be multiple theaters that people leave in at one time. There's a huge traffic flow in bathrooms at movie theaters, and I see people. But
1: any doors in there, though? Is it doors in there? No, there, there aren't. There oh, okay. aren't any doors. Yeah, but okay.
0: it's still for me. It's still troubling to to see it. See people just like pissing like leave.
1: Oh no, no, no! I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying at least you know you can air dry your hands and not have to touch a door to leave. Right, right, yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, Pete, um, it's a restaurant I go to, uh, Peter Cafe. uh Peter, Peter. Oh, okay. Kind of like a almost. I don't
0: Please don't they, tell me what a P.D. is. I know what a P.D. is. No, no, no. I don't okay. tell you that. I was going like a... to say the style
1: of restaurant. Whatever <laughs> okay. you call it, like a uh, – I don't – I don't know the style restaurant. They have shawmers and everything in that. So, whatever the case. Their bathroom, they, it's right on it's on Greenfield in six ninety six. They have one of them steps on the door that you step on and pull the door open.
0: We got that at work now. That's
1: dope as fuck, dude.
0: Yeah, we got that at work now. And it's on like every bathroom door. Yeah, too. that's
1: just awesome, dude. Let me use that if you can make me air dry my fucking hands and shit. But I'm sorry, yeah, At
0: work we still have that but at work we still have the hand drying, the actual paper towels though. So like I can still pull a paper towel. So yeah, but we also have the foot thing.
1: Cause then I'm using. if I do that, I'm used. I'm I'm forced. If I have a long sleeve on, I pull my sleeve mm-hmm. and I grab the fucking door. But now i I got like dick cells on my sleeve now and <laughs> shit. And I might rub that on my pants and I might touch my pants. So I'm so end up having it on my hands anyway at some point. So it's
0: yeah, so the dick retarded. cells are there. So anyway, uh, as far as uh, so to tell the dick cells two story, it's, it's real short. But um, I would say I don't know. Man, it was a while ago, maybe a couple months ago. I talked about the dude who was on gay ten that I work with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude who used to sit next to me, he's like a gay dude, but he was like he would always come in on ten every morning. Like it's like eight, nine o'clock in the morning, and he's come he comes in turned up. Like he's not turned up like hype, but he's like like he's been awake for like five hours. Like he's just talking, he's loud, he's talking about all kinds of shit, like what he did over the weekend, and he was just like so extra.
1: Gay like, 10 is
0: awesome, dude. <laughs> he is. I, I love that term. Like, because it's like, like I said on that, po- whatever podcast that was, it's like somebody can be on 10, but it's way different for a gay person to be on 10. When a gay person is on 10, they're extra. And like, he's cool. Like, I like this dude, man. He's he's funny. He's funny. He's like, he's cool. He's a good dude. But like, it, I just always found it funny that he would always come in just like extra at nine o'clock in the morning. Like, can you at least be, can you at least wait till noon to be extra? But anyway, so, um, so Gay used to sit next to me at work, like to my right. And, uh, he changed team. So he left and he left my building completely. I didn't see him. And, uh, let's say, uh, two weeks ago, they told us that our team was going to move buildings again. And we were going to go back to the original building that we initially were in. And they were like, well, the building's not ready yet. So, uh, we want y'all to work from home. Work from home for the next week. So last week I worked from home all week, which was great. But I'll say, you know, if somebody wants to know, I'll tell them about how great it was. But anyway, how great? Was irrelevant. It? it was great. <laughs> but um, well, it it was great, but it wasn't. But um, anyway, I worked from home all last week. So I came in this week and we went into the new building, got our new shit shit set up or whatever. Turns out that. Uh, Gay Ten's team is on the same floor as my team So as, as you know my team now So now I'm back on the same floor as him But we don't work you know he don't sit next to me Nothing like that He didn't even sit on the same side of the floor as me But I know he works on the floor now Because I see him all the time uh, So today I went to the bathroom and I'm pissing or whatever Actually no I went in the bathroom and he was already pissing They only had two urinals in the bathroom And uh, he was already at one so I went to the next one so I'm pissing or whatever, and he's 10 is standing to my right at the urinal, and then he he's done, and then he walks away and he goes to the he doesn't go to the sink to wash his hands. He goes to the paper towel thing, takes a paper towel, blows his nose, throws paper towel out, leaves. And like <laughs> my immediate is thought, black or what? He's like, uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes white, but he's like Spanish, like he's some kind of like. Some Latin shit. So he, he leaves, grabs paper towel, blows Let's his nose, dips, washes
1: hands. And, and then
0: what? The, what well, well, really fuck with me, though? <laughs> and this is so fucking. This is fucked up. I acknowledge that, but it's. I mean, partially, it's, it's really just being realistic. If a heterosexual man goes to the urinal and he pisses and he leaves, then. He's leaving his dick cells on the doorknob. But if a gay man <laughs> <laughs> pisses, pisses at the urinal and then walks out and leaves, he's not just leaving his dick cells on the doorknob. He's leaving the rest of the other. other he's dick leaving cells. the cells from the inside of another man's asshole
1: on the fucking oh, doorknob. You know what? I'm laughing at other, at other dicks, but you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's. <sighs> and that's not even like. It's not even
0: like to say because I know that I, I think I uh I had a conversation or I read or something like whatever whatever case may it be that the idea that two gay men have anal sex isn't necessarily true like they 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 might not do that like they might just be like they might just do oral. or they might not, it's not it's not
1: a given that a gay man Is that that's so I don't know many gay men that I've actually talked about their sexual I don't I, I don't know any gay men that I've talked about their sexual experiences with. I'll just say that. But I just assume that's just a given. Like
0: I think I heard somewhere that it's not a guarantee that they they that they do anal. Like that's not guaranteed. But I mean that's a topic that Gardner now can educate us on because Gardner now is she knows about she's like a sexpert. I don't know, it's what it's what she does. So if she if I mean, if so, that's a stat that they don't act that, you know, gay men don't necessarily do anal, which I'm pretty I feel like she's the one who told me that that is not a guarantee that gay men do anal. I've had like but, so
1: many random thoughts in the last like 10 seconds in my head. But then I start canceling them out like that's stupid, Otis. <laughs> uh, so but you just don't know. You just don't know. Well, no, it, we, well, don't, well, we don't. We don't know. I, I, OK, I'll. I'll say the stupid thoughts I hit my the stupid thoughts in my head and the ones I canceled out. Like, I feel like as a as a man, no matter what your preference is, you may seek out penetration of some sort. But then I said, OK, maybe that's not the case, because you figure as a woman, she may want some kind of insertion or something. But if she's gay, mm-hmm. I've seen many videos of women just fucking rubbing clips on each other and shit. Yeah, this it's just is, hot. It is very hot. <laughs> it's very hot. Very hot. So, that necessarily doesn't mean you want insertions. Two thumbs of, up for scissoring. Right, right. <laughs> That's nice, <not laughs> scissoring. So, it's not necessarily that, you know, a, a gay woman. And you can't
0: Google, Google South Park. I, I don't know if you could do it, but South Park did an episode with scissoring in it, and that shit is just funny as fuck.
1: I, yeah, I have to look that one up. But. Yeah, so I guess, and I and I, I cancel both of those out of my head. Like that's stupid, Otis. Don't 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 think that. Um, but I don't know. I just just the thing in my head thinking like, you know, do you you want to insert, but maybe not. So if two guys are just loving on each other and shit, and no insert, whatever the case. But it, at the very least, he has other mm-hmm. dick sales. So if he's not washing his hands. You know, if this is a long shot, she's not washing his hands, he's not showering, and he just rubbed on a nigga before he got there. It's way more of a sales than just. I his think.
0: Dick. I think at the very least, because like, take his hands out of consideration for the moment. It's not a stretch to think that as a gay man, and it's not like I'm just saying he's gay because he acts a certain way. He's a verifiable gay dude. He talks about his. His boyfriend, all that shit. It's not like I'm just like being like a some homophobic weirdo. Like You're he, what he's, he's, a, he's a he's an abso- like it, yeah. he's an absolute gay guy. It's not like I'm judging him on some other shit. I know he's gay because he talks about it. So let's just say we're hypothetically, hom- we're
1: not the homophobic
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's just say hypothetically that he's the guy who. Well, maybe not even the guy as if as if a role has to be assigned that one guy is the giver in order to the taker, but let's just say it's not out of it's not out of the realm of possibility that he's the guy who's the giver in that situation
1: so he's the taker
0: no i'm no I'm saying like okay. let's not rule out that okay. he's the giver like he could be the guy who's who's why am I being Fucking... I don't know. Like, why are you
1: being PC and shit? Exactly. All right, why am I being PC?
0: So he might be the guy who's doing the fucking in the ass. So like... If he's the guy who's doing the fucking in the ass... It's not out of the realm of possibility... That while he's standing there pissing and holding his dick... That he could have... The cells of the inside... Of his boyfriend's asshole on his dick... And now he's like... I feel like he has extra cells. So it's like... Okay, so if you... <laughs> if you touching the doorknob after you piss... And you a heterosexual man... And your dick has only been a vagina... We thinking like, OK, so now we have the cells of your dick and the cells of your if you had sex with no condom, the cells of the inside of a pussy on the doorknob. So you got all kinds of shit on the doorknob if you piss and don't wash your hands. But if you a gay man and you the guy who is doing the fucking and you piss and you don't wash your hands. Now, I, now, if I follow behind you and I grab the doorknob, not only do I run the risk of touching your dick cells, I run the risk of touching the cells of the asshole of another, of another dude. Like, I'm just like, man, it's, it's so over the top, dog. I'm like, I, I mean, really I mean, wish people would just fucking wash their hands after they touch their dicks. Like, you do the most unsanitary shit with your dick. Like, do not fucking piss and not wash your hands. I don't understand why that is cool to people.
1: And Man. I don't understand why it's a white thing. Like, it's, I don't Man. see black dudes doing that. But in fairness, you probably, even with their initial dick sales, you probably touch some other shit, too, just because they probably fucking in the ass as well or whatever the case. <laughs> it's a lot of shit going on. A lot of stuff going on.
0: It's stressful to think about all the shit that a man's dick has done and that he just touches it and pisses and then leaves. Like, I mean, yes, theoretically, He could have showered or something before and his dick is 100% clean or whatever the case may be. Even if it's 100% clean, it's still your fucking dick cells on the fucking doorknob and I don't want to fucking touch them. Wash your hands. At the very least,
1: least your own and I still don't want to touch them. Exactly. At the the very least, it's your own dick cells.
0: I don't want to touch them. But if you're a gay man and you out here fucking asses, I really don't want to touch your dick cells now because your dick cells got extracurricular shit on them. And it's like I saw that and I saw that and I was just like, man, I thought he was I, cool. I, I've lost. I, <laughs> I, I thought lost, he was cool. I, I
1: lost total respect for uh, uh dog. Yeah, man, I thought Gaytan was cool. I'm like, Gaytan, funny. He a good guy. I'm not even judging your lifestyle. That's you. You do. What yeah, his lifestyle. I don't but care. Now, you don't wash your hands. But you're, you don't wash your hands. You a totally different motherfucker now. Now you just, just, you just, you just. Gay ten fuck boy, because yeah, you don't wash your hands.
0: Yeah, and you just leave in all kinds of shit everywhere.
1: Like who literally <laughs> in some <yeah.
0: laughs> Right, literally. You leave a shit everywhere. Like who knows where the fuck your dick is been? It's like, yeah, who knows what I have, he could he could be perfectly
1: I have little sanitary, but no I don't know little, that. I have literally no respect for people who don't wash their hands. Like that's like the absolute worst to me. None Like, no, you're you're nasty as fuck. No respect. And it does not take much. It's like what what I, why are people why do you leave like that? It takes you like an extra like
0: 15 seconds. Like it's not even long. Like you don't I have to see, sit there for like a minute it, and like scrub mm, soap and shit. Like you don't need to take a minute. I'm like that, man, it's like a few dude, seconds. It's man. like
1: 30 maybe 20 seconds at max. It's not like you scrubbing to do surgery. You're just <laughs> getting all the soap areas all over the hand, wiping it a couple of times, rinsing, drying, that's it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like
0: you you spend in some scenarios less time washing your hands than you might actually spend pissing. In some
1: like, scenarios, like whenever yeah. I piss
0: after this, because I mean, we 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 drink, we we you know we, whatever we, we drink while we record. When you drink, you be, I know at least me. It seems like you, whenever you go piss while we drink, you, you piss quick as fuck. Well, in the like you? Quick,
1: you piss quick as fuck. I'll be out there for like a minute yeah. and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a big, I'm not a big long pisser when it comes to drinking. It just happens in the morning, though, man. I'm standing there forever, like I got my hand on the wall. I'm like, God <laughs> damn! And it's probably because I drink a lot of water at night and shit. So uh, look at those dude beer. And I haven't had beer since oh, beer is I haven't had beer since me mid last the devil month um when i drink beer i'm pissed forever but if i'm Mm -hmm. just drinking liquor it doesn't happen much but i drink a lot of water now so and i drink a lot of water at night oddly enough and so i it usually comes from i probably could have just went to the bathroom like three in the morning i'm like fuck that shit i'm gonna sleep through it Mm -hmm. and i just get up in the morning and finally do it and then i'm just like forever and shit so yeah yeah man uh See, that
0: traumatized get, me, man. Get, I was upset about Gay doing some, that, man. Gay on
1: some fuck shit, dog. Yeah, I I was upset.
0: So, um, on a on a on another note that's a little bit lighter, since uh we know what they say next ain't gonna drop a podcast tomorrow, we can uh, steal their little segment. So let's uh <laughs> let's talk about drinks on deck. Drinks on deck. So <laughs> just
1: steal they still a little segment. So uh we're back on I got an empty bottle on the ground. I didn't have to reach over there. Um we're back on the Canadian Club dot fifty seven. Why is it still? Because that's where we we was doing drinks when we first started this shit. Yeah, we name drinks all the time. So I don't think we technically steal it from what would they say next? I was gonna say that actually.
0: Um, so like we but, we've been doing that, but we I just mean, kind
1: of veered off. We don't do it as often. Yeah, I feel like um, they,
0: they've made it like a a. a they made segment. It a thing though. They did, they yeah. they've
1: definitely made it a thing. They and, made it a, and we a definitely legit wasn't segment. At, I should have slapped Slap, uh, Little Slap, if he actually wanted to come back. He should have came back. He could have recorded with us. Um, yes. Yeah. His, his, his shit ain't popping. Um, hey, his shit ain't popping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we could have done that. Yeah. yeah. Um, next time, cause I'm figuring they probably not, probably not gonna do it next week. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll get you next week.
1: Right. Uh, when so flat is on unpaid overtime. Canadian Club Doc 57 Blackberry Whiskey has been one of our staples for the last. Three months? It's been a while. It's been a while. One of the reasons because it's ten bucks for a fifth. And man, it's and it's and it's it's because it's ten bucks for a fifth. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's actually good though. Like I've I've drank a lot of piss poor ass liquors in my lifetime, especially in in my twenties. And I got to a point that I realized that a lot of the cheaper whiskeys equated to less tasting whiskeys. Or drinks, period, no matter what the, what it is. And uh, more hangovers. Right. I don't get that from this, though. Yeah. Like, at all. Me neither. Um. So, definitely. And if it can be drank straight. If you're in the Detroit area, you can uh, grab one of these at a... Uh, Wine, wine palace, palace on middle belt and 96 um while they last I didn't even look to see how many boxes I was just kind of in and out of that shit to do but we've been buying them for like the last three, like two, right, three month, months like right last at least so. two months at least two months but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and say three um and they still have them so um that's one of the one of the best liquor stores um in the metro Detroit area it's
0: the best to me. To me, that's my favorite liquor store. It's between... Well,
1: it's between that and Merchants. Merchants... Well, uh, Merchants I look at as like a... M- well, Merchants is more of a beer and wine. Well, they have a lot of... they have Their, their selection to me is better with the beer and wine.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of uh, look at Merchants as like an all-encompassing alcohol place. So it's like... It's better in the sense of like... Whatever it is that you want. Especially like you said, it's like beer and wine. Like you can get obscure-ass beers there... Uh, all that kind of shit. But as far as like a liquor store, like, and, and I I think to me, I also think that liquor stores are kind of like, not necessarily, not necessarily unique to Detroit, but a liquor store is not common everywhere. Like that shit is like a lot of places. Like if you go to like Houston, for instance, like when I went to Houston, Houston has places that are like dedicated alcohol places. Right. But they're like, uh, almost like, a grocery store for alcohol and it won't be, it'll be a lot of shit, but they're like spread out. They close at regular fucking business hours, shit right, like that. Right. But here we have liquor stores on every corner. They're open till two, three o'clock in the morning and they have all kinds of crazy shit. So in the liquor store sense,
1: Wine Palace is And it's much better than uh and merchants clothes. I'm president. Like, merchants clothes are like seven or eight or something. Mm-hmm. So and and the, and the plus about uh wine palaces that they actually sell they have a small humidor, which is actually a pretty decent oh, I shouldn't well, even say. Yeah. I just heard that they're uh, supplied by wild bills. Oh, okay. found that out. That um, makes sense. Oh, I did see like
0: they have the same uh
1: like specials and shit. Yeah, that like same
0: special deal signs, where you buy yeah. however many you can get three dollars off of whatever. Like buy three, get three dollars off. And that makes fork. total
1: sense then when you think about it, yeah, uh, as far as like their sales. So yeah, they're they're definitely and they, they have a, a hell of a they have a, a walk in freezer that's like well, I would say refrigerator. Yeah. But awesome. Yeah, so and they serve food if you're into that kind of shit. So They They have have a good uh, pepperoni roll in there, too. How's it? It's good. They have a really good selection of cheeses. They do. Yeah, if you're into fancy cheeses and shit. (laughs) Right. Um, Shit, my phone's fine. But, yeah. I had that... uh, Damn, it's a... uh, iPhone charger cord in here. I still had it in here from... Probably, Found it. I'm gonna say it's probably the only white cord that's in here and shit. Yep, that's it. You can use this bass if you need to, um, as far as a, a real bass or computer. your computer. Anyway, yeah. Um. So what what were we going with next? Um. I know you had like a slew of topics, and I, I did have a slew. I really didn't have that many topics. I've been studying for for my final tomorrow, uh, which I really need to get up early tomorrow and actually get that shit finished. But, um. What? Oh, do you want to talk about the uh, the voicemail we got today?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got a voicemail from Garden Island. Uh, it was about uh some shit we talked about a few weeks ago. And I can't remember all the details of it, but it was basically... uh it was Kim Kardashian had dropped some nude or semi-nude picture. I can't remember the picture, but the general idea of the podcast or the portion of the podcast was that she was garnering a whole lot of slander for posting her news for like nine million time or posting some like sexy shit for nine million time and we were saying that it was ironic that feminists fight for women to have the right to do whatever they want to do like you know post post titties or and, and post titties make it sound like it's it's you know, like 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 feminists fight for the right to get naked. Right. There's not, but the point is that they fight for women to have the right to do as they please or do the same kind of shit that men do without repercussions. But people will slander Kim Kardashian with the same shit that they praise someone like Rihanna for doing. And um, uh,
1: what's the other ball? What's that one ball? Amber Rose. Amber Rose, exactly.
0: Yeah. So Amber. uh,
1: yeah, I I think
0: that was the top of the podcast. And um, Garnell is a staunch feminist, and she uh left us a voicemail basically saying that she agrees with uh our idea that uh she should be able to do kim kim should be able to do those types of things and not garner slander like she she has and and really what it boils down to is that kim has all kinds of she does all kinds of things that are worthy of slander but (laughs) when it comes to like posting scantily clad pictures why would you slander her any more than you would praise somebody she's not exempt else
1: from any fucking slander by no means but at the same time you can praise Rih- rihanna for some of the same <laughs> shit that you're slandering her for and the shit's just not fair rihanna's titties are on deck all weekly. the time i've weekly like, i've come to know her nipple like if i see her nipple cropped i'll be like that's rihanna that's rihanna's titty that's rihanna yep <laughs> So it's like nah, duh, you know, it dish, it's either you go dish it out as you know, uh, all of them are you know fucked up or all of them are cool. Yeah, I,
0: I found it gratifying for someone who considers themselves a feminist to be like, you know what, a you're right, feminist. Yeah, to hit, us with, say, J- you know to hit us with the rage, with Ray J, to hit
1: us with, you know what? You know what? You right. right. Shout out to Ray J. <laughs> and
0: shout out to Garden Now for <laughs>
1: right, definitely shout out for to hitting Alpha. us with a Ray J. She's definitely one of one of our uh, our loyal fans, and um, she admits that she hasn't been caught up as much as she wants to, but she still listens, and she's still our furthest known fan. Yep. And so, and when you hear this in five weeks, shout out to you. Right. <laughs> when you hear this after, after the fourth, after Independence Day, know that we care. <laughs> so, um, I guess I guess
0: big news now is like. It looks like Donald Trump is the official Republican nominee. Well, like well, it's not, not official, but like it's it's dude, it's there's official. No
1: one, there's no one else to put. up. He's
0: unopposed. Yeah, so he's not yeah. official in the sense of like it, it's not official into the into the convention, but it's it's official. He's unopposed
1: now. Is it. That's I it. I don't understand. That's I it, don't. Man. I don't understand our America, dude. I was telling uh,
0: Mister Monotone earlier. That the thing that frightens me the most about Donald Trump isn't Donald Trump himself or a Donald Trump presidency. It's what the fact that he is now, for all intents and purposes, the Republican nominee, the fact that he could rise to that level of prominence because it it says so much about the state of America and the state of 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 the people who support him. That he could reach that level of prominence. And he's like a. And the, the crazy thing about it is like. If you look at the media and shit. He's like a. He's almost like a joke. Who like. Oh Donald Trump. Blah blah blah. Like they make jokes about him. As like a, a shitty nominee. And they. You know. They go on TV. And like. Oh he's a piece of shit. And he's. He says this wild shit. But he's getting all these votes. And he is now the Republican nominee. And it's not. It's not a joke anymore. It's for real. And it scares me that and it's not even so much his rhetoric, because his rhetoric his rhetoric is fucked up. But I don't even think it's so much his rhetoric because I think that it's the people who are voting for him believe in such like crazy, outlandish, racist, hateful shit that I mean these these are the same people who are like attacking black folks who were at his rallies and like You know, guy walks up with a free hug sign and like "fuck you, nigger" and all this kind of shit. Like, it's a statement to what the act, like what the general white feelings are in America, and it's scare. It's scary. It's scary because it feels like it feels like we really just shouldn't be here anymore. Because
1: it's so. What happens if? Donald Trump's become president? I think that if Donald Trump
0: becomes president, it will be bad, but I don't even think it would be as bad as it's made out to be. Like I said, I'm less concerned with his presidency as I am the fact that the general ideal ideals that people associate with him are uh, supported by a vast majority of, of Americans. It's less of a, I think Donald Trump will be a shitty president and more of a, more of an indication of
1: what people feel like right now. And that, that's what scares me the most. I think, and I think it's going to be a hard lesson, but I think people are so, people like Trump because he's not political. But I think they're really going to find out how fucked up he is if he becomes president To say that's not a total great thing that he's not man,
0: political. I, I, no, I, I don't think that's what it is, man. I don't think it's like that they... Uh, that they'll realize he's a fucked up president. I think they...
1: I think they're, they're going to realize how the notion of he's not political, he's a good man, I think they're going to figure out that that's not a total move to go for a president. And I think a lot of... A lot of people want the non-political person. They want the businessman as a uh, you know as a president. And I think once, if he was to get elected, I think once his he starts going through policies and fucking up shit, they'd be like, yeah, this wasn't a good move. I, but I hate this going to take him to be president for people to figure out but that I, he's not a good move.
0: I don't think his policies are have anything to do with it. In do, the sense of like, I don't think it's like. Once he becomes president, he'll fuck up and people like, oh, we made a mistake because I don't think people are supporting him because they think that he has like good presidential policies. I think that people are supporting him because he largely embodies what the, I guess, like the serious diehard, uh, what is now, I guess, the Republican Party believes, which is like this pro-white, we need to stop minorities from becoming more prominent in the country kind of idea so it's it's less like i think donald trump will be like like i don't think it really has to do with his policies and his ability to be president i think it's more like the rhetoric that surrounds him is what a lot of people support which is like no mexicans and like uh pro-white Let's get these minorities about it. I think the idea is like we want to make sure that minorities don't take over the country. So we need to keep them about it here. And it's like on the you have like two levels of the shit. It's like there's the level that's like the face level that's like we're going to keep America great. with And then you have the second level, which is like the underlying level of we need to keep America white. And that's what bothers me, because when you see all the Donald Trump supporters, it's not like I support this uh stance of his or I support this thing that he believes in. It's always people who are all who are all like nigger this and nigger that and black people and Mexicans and fuck them all. And it's, it's all like an outlet for like people who are just hateful to feel like that that's their lane. And like the fact that he's winning shows me that people who believe in all this like hateful shit feel like he's the guy that's gonna make their like hateful dreams come true and shit and that's what scares me is it's more so like the realization that a lot of the people out here are just genuinely hateful people and i feel like he doesn't even he might not even really believe all the shit that is attributed attributed to him at this point like i don't even know if he's as hateful as the people that are voting for him they just see him as, like, the the path to, I don't want to say white supremacy, but, like, a not in, like, the Ku Klux Klan kind of way, but white supremacy in the way of, like, making sure that white people don't start to fall behind in life, per se, okay. and become, like, a minority or, or uh, giving so many minorities rights that it becomes more of an even playing field. Because I feel like... A lot of the white people who are supporters of him feel like America is like a white country and they should be in charge and it should be all like, you know, like it should still be like a white country. Like this is theirs. That's the whole idea behind this making America great again is the idea. The underlying idea is that uh, it's starting to sway toward minorities. So we need to make it great again by making sure it stays white. And I think that's the idea. And that's what scares me is that people are really into that.
1: Hearing great again doesn't. Doesn't to me sound nothing like making it white again? What'd you what? What was that? When I hear "make it great again," mm-hmm. it just make it white.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. Is that make it making it sure that it stays that whiteness stays the primary way of being? Uh, I guess effective and great, like making sure that it stays white, so that everything stays status quo. Because we don't want these like minorities to gain some sort of say or privilege or rights and all that shit like like all this minority shit is getting out of hand with this black president and immigrants and all this kind of shit because all his shit revolves around like immigration and building walls and all this kind of shit and i think making america great is just a veil for keeping it white so the fact that he's he's so supported is to me an indication that white folks feel threatened almost like this is our shit, and all these other people, all these other candidates, are trying to make it so that it can be shared with other people. Whereas if we vote for Donald Trump, it'll stay white. And I'm less concerned with Donald Trump and more concerned with the people who support him, and that's what makes it scary to me.
1: Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm, I just, I, I just hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I don't have much commentary other, other than I just really hope it just doesn't fucking happen. Other than yeah. that, it's like
0: I never I, I I never felt that it would, and I still don't. Like I don't think he's going to become president. Now, I I at this point, I'm not concerned with him becoming president. I don't think it's going to happen. But what it's brought to light is what has concerned me. Even if he doesn't become president, the fact that, like I told um uh Mr. Monotone earlier i told him i was like it's 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 less of me being concerned about his presidency and more of being slapped in the face of what people really feel right now like it's one thing to think like hey man these white folks out here they really hate black folks man this is crazy and it's another thing to be slapped in the face with it to where you know for a fact that they really want to get minorities just out the paint like we just we want to keep this country white. We don't want no other fucking minorities, no Mexicans, no blacks, no nothing. We don't want none of them motherfuckers here. And like to go from a realm of I really don't want this to happen. I think this is fucked up that this might happen to to a realm of this is this is the world that we live in right now. This is fact to be slapped in the face with that is scary and it's humbling. Like, oh, my, man, this is really this is really how people feel. And that's what's frightening to me. And that, to me, is an undeniable reality. That's not something we can discuss anymore. That's not up for debate. The fact of the matter, with Donald Trump gaining, winning pretty much every fucking state and now essentially winning the the nomination, that, to me, even more so than all the cops that's killing black folks and all that shit, even more so than that, it's a statement that says they don't want us here. They want to keep this. They want to keep this country white, and they want to. They want to stay in charge. And to to see that blatantly and to be hit with that reality and just slapped in the face with it is frightening. And it's it's frightening because like that's, that's these are people that you see every day. Like, it's not like we can go outside and just be like, hey, it's just us black folks and we can kind of like live away from it. It's like right. you go out in the world and you see, you know, throughout the course of your day, you see, you know, 80, 90 percent white folks. And you think like you have to look around and you think like, how many of these people are these Donald Trump supporters who want to get everybody up out of here? And it's it's scary. And when you see shit like uh, one of the things I had in my My notes was that uh, Malia Obama is supposed to be going to Harvard. And there were a whole lot of comments on... There was an article that was posted. um, I can't remember which site it was, but one of the sites uh, posted that Malia Obama was going to Harvard. And there were a ton of comments like, this nigger is doing this and she only did it from affirmative action and only because her dad is president. It's like, you are... Throwing the most hateful language and all these like racial slurs and all this hatred at a girl who has done nothing—like she's done nothing. It's not like this is somebody who's like, you know, I I hate to relate it to Kim Kardashian because since I've been defending her, but like somebody like Kim Kardashian who has a reputation for being famous for nothing. Somebody like Malia Obama who is like she's done nothing to anybody. Like she's not she's not out here doing anything negative. Right. Just she's a, a girl. high schooler. Yeah,
1: she's a girl who is just like at, at the very minimum. Just take away, you know, her, her, her dad being a president and all that stuff. She's a fucking high schooler. She hasn't done shit. She's not in the news for any crazy bullshit. Nothing. She's a fucking high schooler.
0: But because she's going to Harvard now, all of a sudden
1: she's like a nigger monkey and all all yeah, this man, kind of they're, shit. They're, and this is the mindset of these people who are voting for Donald Trump, and right. that's what's scary to me. What are you now? now I. It's like I ignore a lot of the bullshit of like the, the nigger comments. Always, cause I know that's just going to happen. But what I thought was interesting is that, you know, she was taking a year off before she went to school, went to college. What do you what What do you think about the year off from high school to college? Like, do you think that do you think that's something you would have done? What's the purpose behind it? I didn't read why she's doing it. She's doing that. Yeah, she, she's okay. not going initially. She's going to she's taking a year off. I, I don't.
0: I, it sounds weird i don't understand why like I,
1: I literally i just don't know i feel like i should have just what do you gain that? from that or well, what do you lose from it i don't know like you know i think in her instance i think taking a year off may be one of those things where you know obama's in his last presidency you know uh uh term or whatever maybe it's something like a family thing i mean for regular folks, you know, you, you know, working that year, you can, you know, travel or something, do some other shit. You know, for regular folks, it may be a little different for some folks who maybe have money, maybe a little different or whatever. I definitely didn't want to go to straight to school when I graduated. <laughs> I was just like, maybe I should do some other shit. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, it wasn't like I had money. or I like could go travel or some crazy shit. But like. I don't know. I, 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 that that was the only thing I thought was more interesting than you know all of the racist shit because racist folks are just going to be racist.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know anything, about... I I don't know. I I can't even really because I can't I can't. <coughs> yeah, the article the, I can't presume to know why somebody would take a year the off. Article, I don't
1: really know. Uh, the article that that article talking about her was pretty much you know saying that you know she made the Harvard, but she but she's I forget how they title it. It's some. Random term, excuse me. I got the burps like crazy and hiccups at the same time. Um, It's some somebody they opt off for a year or some crazy shit. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I just know that I just found it shocking that a girl who has literally done nothing like nothing to anybody she's just like she's just there as Obama's daughter. She's just there. And then they're like, oh, she's going, to, she's gonna to go to Harvard, and all of a sudden she's like a nigger and a monkey and a dumbass who that's like, got in on the affirmative action. But it's like, it's like oh, those, it was
1: crazy shit. But it's like one of those things where you know you you don't read the comments because you know that's what you know YouTube comments, article comments, you know that's where the fucking races reside and shit. Facebook comments, but they exist
0: like, and they're real.
1: They, they no, and I'm not taking away the fact that they're real. I'm just saying that's just where the fuck shit resides, like. You can avoid a lot of shit and be like, "You know what? I know that's what's gonna happen when I read this shit. There's gonna be all these fucking comments. I think Twitter and Facebook make shit more because 'cause we're we frequent those, so it's like you constantly see that shit that's a that's a positive to me though that you can see it,
0: yes, because it lets me know that that's what people are really that's what people are really feeling and what they really well, doing. I mean I feel we, like if you look at ten years ago and we didn't have that shit if if you take the same scenario of a a black president's daughter and she goes to Harvard say 10 years ago, we don't have Twitter. We don't have Facebook. We don't have blogs. People might be sitting at home feeling like, oh, feeling the same shit, but we don't know. So now she goes to college. We think it shit is sweet. Like, Oh man, it's so crazy. Not crazy, but like, it's so great that, uh, this, you know, this black president's daughter was able to get into Harvard. And it's like the general consensus is like a good thing. But now that we have Twitter and Facebook and blogs and all that shit and that any old Joe smoke can state their opinion online, now we see all the hatred for that shit. And to me, it's like the antithesis of uh, ignorance. Like we don't before we don't know. Now we know. And like I feel better knowing in the sense of like I in the sense of like I I now I know what kind of people I'm
1: dealing with as opposed to. Oh, Being no, oblivious I, to it. I mean, I I would like to take a, a, a one step further. If you ever could, like, I feel like people who make comments on like Facebook and Twitter and uh, article comments, they still can do that within the comforts of a safety net. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if if for instance you had an art, and this is just my imagination going wild, you had an article of say. Uh, Obama's daughter and everybody who commented on that article be in the same room for like five minutes Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying I feel like none of that shit would happen all of the comments that could happen wouldn't happen because you're not in the safety net of of your home like you can make all kind of fuck shit comments like you know you could be in a we could sit here in my garage and it's 30 35 40 black people and it's two white people that really want to scream fuck y'all niggas but they won't. But online, they can say fuck y'all niggas all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like although it's a reality to hear that shit, it's still not it's I feel like they're not they're not able they're doing it because they have the safety of not being in the in the in the in the presence of people. Like it's so many people that can say nigga, uh say call black people niggas or Say fucked up shit you could do in the comfort of your own home, typing away and shit, not being a person. You know I, get, I, get, I get your and point. So that's why it's like I I, I could appreciate it being you know uh, it being known, but at the same time it's like they're still fucking cowards though. I, I I get your point, but I would counter with the fact that
0: they have that safety net, but the fact that they have that safety net. Let's you l- gives them the freedom to feel more open with their genuine feelings, and I'd rather know a person's genuine feelings. Yeah, but it's like it's like yeah, I'm gonna discount you because I'm gonna know you a pussy because you're only doing it because you online. But at the same time, it, it gives me a more a, a more solid idea of the general consensus, and I know how people really feel. So it's like yeah, you a pussy yeah. But only saying that shit online because you got the opportunity. You sitting at home in your bedroom and shit, and you know, you won't see any real, real repercussions from it, so you feel extra ballsy. And I can say, like, yeah, you a pussy, but at the same time, you a pussy. But I know how you feel. I know yeah. how you really feel. Yeah,
1: you, yeah. And I and I and I get that point. You know, as far as really knowing how people feel. Um, but it's like the people who it's the people who it's not going to matter, man, because you're never going to meet these people. They're not going to be people that you actually run into on a day to day basis. Like, if you had like racist folks at work and shit you might not never really know they're fucking racist because you don't really, they don't really communicate that shit in person. But if they're like anonymous, you know, random egg on Twitter and shit, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, in that respect, But it lets you know know who you're dealing with, though.
0: Yeah, I I mean, you're dealing with
1: a country full of fucked up people.
0: Yeah, and it's like, and the thing about that is like, it it really bothers me because like, when I'm Walking around, living my life, going to work, doing doing whatever I do throughout the course of a day. I now have that in the back of my head that I know that there are people who feel that way, but they don't really have the balls to say it or or show it unless they're behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. But I still know that there are people who feel that way. And at this point, we know that there's a whole fuck ton of people who feel that way. So now when I'm walking around living my life... I'm looking at people and I'm just observing life and I'm thinking like, how many of these people are, are that person? The person who who really feels like fuck all these black folks and all these, you know, all these all these thugs who are getting shot by the police. They got to come in because they don't obey the law. And, you know, fuck all these uh black folks getting this affirmative action or or the president's daughter getting to college and uh, you know the, the people who are just generally disgruntled with non-white folks coming up in life right and it makes me it makes me look at the world in a different way because i know that that's how people really feel behind closed doors but because of social media and because of the fact that they have that safety of closed doors they feel like being more honest with their feelings so now i know that walking around that these people who while they're around me will behave a certain way, but when they get behind closed doors, that's not how they really feel. And I feel like the social media shit is giving me an insight on how they really feel. So now I feel like shit is so switched up because I'm looking like these people out here are really not as – they're not what they seem. Like they, the, what, they, what they portray out here when they right. can be held accountable is completely different from how they really feel when they aren't being – held accountable and that is scary to me because like it helps me realize that shit ain't really what it seems and i think that a lot of these uh a lot of these folks who who post online and shit like that they they had that freedom of being able to say whatever they want and feel like i'm gonna get away with it but it's giving all of us uh minorities A greater insight to what we what we're really dealing with and i feel like it could it could bubble over and i feel like that's kind of where we're headed like a a a bubble over situation where they feel like hey i'm just posting online anonymously but when you have however many million people posting anonymously the same shit and so now we know what's really going on it's making like this huge kind of like i feel like a race war is on deck and I feel like we're we're moving toward a place where shit's about to really get ugly. And you really think so? Yeah. And I think it's gonna get ugly in the sense of like almost like a uh, a regression back to when things were not as good as they once were. Well not as good as they once were because I don't think things were ever really that good. But like a regression toward when things were far worse. Like I feel I feel like we're we're moving in a we're moving toward a state where shit's gonna get ugly. And I mean like like nineteen fifties, sixties ugly. And I, I I think it's I think it's gonna get uh, really bad. And and part of me supports that,
1: but part of me is like, part of me is scared. It got to get worse before it get better type deals, or? I I don't know if it's
0: going to get better.
1: I mean, that's real. I mean, that's. I feel
0: like it's going to get worse. Will it getting worse make it better? I don't know. I feel like it's gonna get worse for sure. Will that make it better? Probably not. I kind of feel like we kind of need like some of these uh, certain generations of folks to just die off. Cause I feel like a, a, for, for the most part, like the younger folks are like it seems like it's mainly like the older folks. Who are still clinging on to like their old ideals that they were raised on by other old racist folks and all that shit. Like, cause it's not like it's like, I mean, yeah, there are, but predominantly, like, if you look at, we'll say the, just throwing it out there, say the age range of like 18 to 25 year old white folks. These are people who are probably voting for like Bernie Sanders and shit. Right. (laughs) Like, it's the. It's the old white folks that are out here voting for Donald Trump because they're looking like, eh, all these niggas out here and all this shit. You know, like, we need to keep our, you know, we need to keep this shit white. It's like the the older white folks, like the people who are, like, in the generation of, like, our parents. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it can get better, but it's not going to get better out of any kind of, like, compromise or any shit like that. It's going to get better when them motherfuckers die off. (laughs) It's like people who are younger who... Who realize that everything is fucked up. Because a lot of the like younger white folks, these are like these are good people. Like, and that's I think what really, really fucks me up is how my own personal outlook has changed. Like I have become like I have become the kind of person that I'm almost ashamed of. Like I am not comfortable with how everything that's going on makes me feel about white folks and about uh, these Donald Trump supporters and all that shit. Like, how I feel about people, like, I'm kind of in a place where it's, like, it's safer to assume that if you come across a white person that you don't know to just assume that they're probably, like, a racist motherfucker, like, you probably are safer to assume that than assume that they're a good person. And that's fucked up. But, like, all the evidence that we've seen from, like, from the uh, the black teenagers getting killed and and Black Lives Matter and and politics and all that shit suggests that that's just the climate that we live in. But like people who are supporting Bernie Sanders and shit like that, these are like good people, like good young white folks. Are like it's not like it's all white people or anything like that. Like these young folks are not about that shit. That like they, these are people who like they they want to fucking. I don't know use their skateboards and fucking smoke weed and shit like that, and they're like, hey man we just want to kick and have fun or like these are like right, right. you know these are like cool folks, man, so it's like I feel bad that I feel kind of like almost uncomfortable around white people, but like that's what that's what's being put in front of me right now, and I feel like there's really no change in the sense of like changing the people who are supporters of of Donald Trump and not even Donald Trump but his the ideals that are associated with him. Cause I'm not even sure that these are his ideals, but these people that associate with the ideals that are associated with him, they're not going to change. I don't think shit's going to get better until these people just die off. <laughs> like that. That's, I think that's really what it is. Like we just like once they die off and like the people who are like, maybe like eighties, nineties babies and better are like the adults and shit, the 30 40 50 year olds and shit. Shit'll probably get better then.
1: I mean, yeah, I think I think in history shows that, you know, certain shit certain people just have to fucking die off like if slave owners never just died. <laughs> you know, and people generations never would just, uh, you know, gone. Some shit probably never would have changed and shit. So yeah, I get that. I definitely get that.
0: Uh let's take a piss break real quick cuz I got to piss and then we can wrap this up. I got a couple more things I want to talk about, but, uh, we're running kind of long, but let's, uh, I got a couple more things, uh, maybe, maybe like two in particular that I want to talk about, but they'll be quick. So let's, uh, take a break real quick and then we'll come back and talk about that stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So we're back. I'll take a piss real quick. So, um, I want to, uh, talk about a couple more things before we wrap it up. Um, The first thing I want to talk about was, uh, did you see the article about um, people who feel like they should get maternity leave for getting new pets? Uh, (laughs) I don't mm. want to say people, but yeah.
1: No. No. Okay, so I saw the article. I didn't read the actual article, so maybe you can help me as far as like what was the the gist of the what is the real article? True. True. Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, it was like an op ed, like a. Like j just, just like an opinion piece for the New York Post. But um I honestly I didn't read it either. I I I read the first I think three sentences and then I realized I, I couldn't deal with it so I stopped. But it was kinda just like a woman who was like, Yeah hey, th-. Uh the I think the first thing was like when I brought home my cat whatever Stewart, I don't know what the fuck the cat's name was. When I brought home my cat Stewart, it was the best day of my life, sentence one. Sentence two uh, when I had to go back to work after the first week, it was the worst day of my life sentence two, and then like sentence three was like um something to the effect of uh you know people should be able to get paid time off to have a new you know when they have like a new pet like in the same vein of like people get time off when they have a
1: new kid, and I thought like, man, this is like the whitest fucking shit, man. <laughs> Somewhere in the future, there white folks are gonna get paid time off for pets. There's gonna be some job that really pushes pets and they're gonna be like
0: Man, it's it's man, women where women have kids, like they don't even get when women have actual human kids, a lot of them don't even get legitimate maternity leave. Like, we're talking You might get like two weeks Like crazy shit Like nothing that's like actually substantial But I feel like if you're a woman You should be fighting for way more Actual human maternity leave Than trying to get fucking maternity leave For some fucking pets and shit like that Right Like that's the most privileged ass shit man Like I want to have some time off Because I have a new pet What kind of dumb shit is that What kind of stupid shit is that to get mad about to the point where you gotta write an opinion piece about it. It's
1: a fucking loser, man. I mean, it, it, and you are a pet owner. Mm hmm. Reluctantly. And you're like, still fuck that shit?
0: Hell yeah! That's stupid, man. Like, that's so dumb. Like, one of my wife's co workers was like, uh, if you want to time off or if you have a pet, you can always use your vacation time. Like, exactly! Like,. Who? What employer is actually gonna offer fucking paid time off in the same vein of like sick time? Like, can you imagine that? Sick time, vacation time, and new pet time? Like, who's gonna offer that fucking shit? That's so fucking dumb. (laughs) Like, you gotta be. That's like, we run across so many instances of white privilege that it's ridiculous. But that's some white privilege ass shit. You ain't gonna see no black person like I deserve time, paid time off because I just bought a dog. What a dumb shit is that that's the kind of shit that white people feel they deserve like I deserve time paid time off because I got a new pet think, that's the fucking whitest think, shit dog? they're
1: gonna go like uh, protesting <laughs> like we can't get the fucking time off right All these, and then like
0: uh, I saw the article to Mr. Monotone and he copied me I, I don't think he read it he said he, he didn't read it but he skipped to the bottom and like the last like, like portion like the last paragraph says something like uh when a woman has a new kid a newborn baby it doesn't uh oh, wow, fuck what was it it was something to the effect of like it doesn't make them a better employee to have that time off something like that and <laughs> I, I don't know it, it transitioned <coughs> to like excuse me <laughs> It 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 transitioned to somehow like it makes you better to have time off if you have a new pet than it does if you have a new kid. Some dumb shit. It was so fucking stupid. And I was like, "Man, what are you doing with your life that that's like you feel like that's something you need to sit down at your computer and pound away at your keyboard about to talk about how you deserve time off to raise a new pet." Get the fuck out of here. I mean, man. as a
1: pet owner, I just I I'm for women, you know, uh, maternity leaves, I'm totally for it as long as they need it. But I, I don't feel that way for the pets, though. I mean, and I'm, and I'm, and it's coming from a pet, a past and current pet owner. Even now. if you didn't have a pet, like it's
0: like you can at least be able to find the common sense to know that there are far more important things to be concerned about than getting fucking time off for a new pet. Like, like. That's so fucking dumb, man. This shit is so fucking irrelevant.
1: In that's case, I want to get time off to get to get acquainted with new cigars. You know what? I, I feel like w- that should be like, you know what? We should
0: start a segment called like the white privilege story of the week. And <laughs> I feel like that will be it. Like the white privilege story of the week is begging for paid time off for a new pet. Because that's something, Wouldn't no black person come up with that shit. I deserve time off because I got a new pet fuck out of here, you know, man. If
1: we did do that, we could definitely start with uh, we had the one I had the one story. Did I even save it? Uh, and I didn't even read it. I, I, we don't have time. And I don't really feel like actually reading the article. But uh, the article was titled, The Men America Has Left Behind. And it's a picture of this white guy <laughs> who looks like Jax from... uh it's just anarchy. anarchy. <laughs> and uh, it's pretty much talking about white men who are like <laughs> Uh, they don't have college degrees. They have few job prospects. They feel left behind. Oh no! Like, are you fucking? Oh serious? no! <sighs> yeah.
0: What the fuck ever? It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like they're saying like, as a white man, we have out of a hundred possible privileges, we have ninety nine, but. <laughs> We're missing this one, so we're getting faulted. Like we we getting the short end of the stick. That we're missing out on this one. Like, how can you sit there as a white man and be like? Yeah, we're getting shortchanged when we're as high school dropouts. Like, what the, what the fuck? Like, as a high school dropout as a white man, I feel like I should be way better off than I am. Like, you, you, high, you a fucking high school dropout?
1: Like, high school fucking dropout. Though.
0: What? But that—that's again, that's like the white privilege story of the week. Like, you're a high school dropout and you feel like you deserve better. Like, that's always some shit some white folks will say. That's that's ridiculous. I, I feel like that should be a segment, the white privilege story of the week. And I feel like we wouldn't have to dig very deep to find that. Every no, week. we we would have multiple
1: ones. where we would sit here when we do our pregame and like we have okay, eight white privilege stories of the week this week. Like, which one do you want to use? <laughs> right. That, I think that's 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 definitely going to be added to the podcast. I think so too. So to the one of the podcasts, we're definitely going to have a white privilege story of the week. Definitely. I think it work. I think it could work. Definitely I think we should have that, and we could find one probably every day of the fucking easily. Week. We could probably wait till Wednesday. We we'll just drop like, a smooth too. Let's just look online
0: for a minute. What do white people feel they deserve that they don't? Yeah. Oh, we just pulled up twenty articles.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely down for that.
0: So, um, to close out, uh, the last thing I want to talk about was last week. I kind of like jokingly mentioned a. Uh, a sports league for like old flabby motherfuckers who aren't really who aren't really like cut out to to do sports like but they still enjoy competitive sports like hey i like playing football but i don't feel like playing football with some motherfuckers who are living out their failed dreams and shit and they're like in the gym you know four hours a day and shit trying to live out their failed nfl dreams from 1993 you know you know like let's Let's start a league for people who... So we joked
1: about that shit.
0: But, yeah, we joked about that, but uh, Mr. Monotone was like, you know what, man? I think that's a good idea, man. I feel like that that's kind of legit. And the more I thought about it, I feel like that is kind of legit. Because there's got to be a, a, a large market of uh, older men who enjoy playing competitive sports. They enjoy watching it. They enjoy playing it competitively. But there's no league or anything like that for people who just like aren't in shape. Who aren't like trying to, like like I said, live out failed dreams of glory? Like, hey, I, I was the shit in college or high school and shit, but now I'm garbage. Who enter into this type of shit and they're just like, hey, they're like overly qualified. Like, <laughs> you, know, you you grab like 20, 20 random dudes who just want to have a random ass pickup game. Well, not 20, you want to have 20 random guys playing a pickup basketball game, but like 10, 10 guys who just want to randomly get together and hoop. Just for fun. And you always get that one motherfucker who is like, <laughs> who he played like varsity in, in high school and shit. And he's coming in like, in his full fucking <laughs> high school uniform, pumping up his fucking shoes like D Brown and shit. <laughs> that was the most obscure reference I've ever made in history. But, uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah you know, it was.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I figured like, that might be a good idea to have some shit like that. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought that, like, that might be a good idea, man, to like get get together a bunch of guys who you know just want to play sports, you know, play football or something like that, like touch football or something like that and just have fun. And we're not like in shape, we're not training, we're not doing all this kind of shit. We're just guys who like to get who like to get together and just like fucking play football and just have fun. And I feel like that might be a uh a viable idea, man. So um, I'm putting a little bit more thought and effort into the idea of starting what I wanted to call the ONFL, o- which will stand for the Old and Flabby League. And um I think that that would be something we should do. So I'm kinda looking together I'm kinda looking into getting that actually legit. Like not legit like, you know, uh, you know, registering like, hey, pay your thirty five dollar fee and all that bullshit, but like, you know, just get folks together like Hey, let's roll up to the aisle on a Saturday and like have a pickup football game and just be like, oh, not a shape, but just have fun. And then, like, he, he, who knows? Like, you know, the, the winning team buys the other team some beers and shit. And we, we like drinking and shit and like, you know, just for fun, like shits and giggles. And I feel like at first my thought was like, let's do that and you're know, just gonna like fuck around and have fun. But I feel like there are people who. There's actually a market for that almost. Like people who would like to have fun and play football but with no actual like we got to have practice and you know work out and you know run plays and you know all that bullshit. So um I was thinking of like maybe starting like a Facebook group and inviting a handful of guys and just saying, "Hey, let's uh get together on a random Saturday and just play like flag football and Whatever. And then I, I I thought about trying to make it like almost like a legit league, but like a league for like motherfuckers who just don't care. So like we could have like
1: Well that's the that's the that's the thing, is like we don't want nobody to see. We want people just, you know, at our age range that are as active, uh you know, um and we'll just enjoy it, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I I wanna make it a mixture of like just Dicking around, just like having fun and playing sports, but also kind of making it semi serious, serious in the sense of like, uh, so like the idea is born out of this podcast, right? So having like me and you as team captains on opposite teams, right, and almost making like a draft. So say we make a group, right, and we say, "Hey, this is a football league for people who are you know just like." Old motherfuckers who are out of shape and just want to have fun and play sports. And say we get like thirty folks into it, and then you be a team captain, I'm a team captain. And we have almost like a draft, and we draft players or whatever. We get two teams of fifteen or whatever, and just have just have like a you know a fun little touch football game. And I feel like that could kind of expand because I feel like there's a market for that. Like folks who just want to play football and have fun and just you know just dick around and have fun, and then you know we we leave we all hit the bar and we we drink right, and right, be like exactly, oh so, shit yeah, like just exactly. be like oh shit like we play football we go drink we have fun and we all like text each other the next day like oh man I'm sore as fuck like, yeah me too man my fucking calves hurt you know shit like that you know I I caught that pass and I fell and my hip hurt <laughs> like shit like that I feel like I feel like there's a market for that.
1: It is. I I and I think it truly is. So, so
0: I can, I kinda wanna do that. So um later this week I plan on making like a Facebook group and inviting just like a bunch of guys who I know well not who I know but who I feel might be uh interested in just basically playing playing football for fun. And just seeing what it comes out what comes out of it. You know, it, I don't I don't really look at it as something that we can monetize, but I feel like it could be a thing that we can get, excuse me, we can get like a whole lot of people who just want to come in and have fun and we have like a old little, just like an old nigga football league. That's the unofficial name. Like the, the official name is Old and Flabby League, but the unofficial name is Old Nigga Football League. So, <laughs> ONFL is acronym. You know, like regardless. Like I with
1: blackish, it's like really black shit, but it's really right. just blackish. Like
0: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, I want to do that, man. I think it'd be fun, man. I think it'd be... I think it'd be really cool like have guys like, hey, I want to be the quarterback. And, hey, I want to be this receiver. I think I can do this. And, and I don't know if I would go so far as like having trades and shit. Like, hey, this player, I want to trade. How about I, I trade the, you this think, player for this player? Yeah, I just think, think it'd be I, just fun I, just to have like a. I think the like a,
1: is it really just get people out and playing? Yeah. And, then, you know, I you think can like enforce different you know things after the fact. But, you know, getting a bunch of 10, 12 folks out there, we just, you know, you know throwing the ball, and, you know, getting together and start that way, and then, you know, if it get to the point where you have to get more organized, cool, but, you know, just have some fun, man. And like I say, have a have a couple of coolers of beers on the side. Yeah, know, like,
0: we, are, we already having beers on halftime beers and shit, and like, yeah. And sitting and exactly, and yeah, I think you it'd be what what fun, saying? man, and it's like nothing nobody would take too serious. You know, I, th- I think it'd be fun, so I, I like, genu- I genuinely want to do that. So, um, uh, when I get a a little bit of free time later in the week, I want to create a Facebook group for that. And so, if you think that you are interested in doing that, hit us up. I'm gonna hit up pretty much anybody who I know who might be in who I think might be interested. And um, yeah, if you're interested in, yeah, hit us up. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think that'll be a fun time, man. So, uh, just to have you know, guys get together, drink, play football, dick around. We can. <laughs> have little waivers like, yeah, if you break your hip, <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> the ONFL is not liable. <laughs>
1: dude, that's funny. <laughs> fuck, like that, dude.
0: it'd be fun, man. So I want to do that and see how it works out, man. So yeah, hit us up if you like the ONFL idea. I mean, I'm gonna do it regard. I'm, I'm gonna do it regardless. But
1: yeah, the ONFL. If you're interested I, and you think I, I might I, not hit I, you up, I, I love the name already. So I, I was a big fan of the name last week. So you know, I'm down. So yep. So that's it? Yeah, that's it, man. Uh what do we do? How how, how long we went today? Two hours. Okay. As usual. Back to our shit.
0: I feel like it's so <laughs> I feel like people don't like two hours. Like I feel like it's always too long. But at the same time, I feel like I do this podcast. I can't speak for you, but I do the podcast for me.
1: Yeah. You know, I and, and you could you could probably you are attested it. You can attest to this is that, you know, I was always leery on the timing initially when we first started. But I was like, you know what? Fuck that. We do the podcast We so want to do the podcast. And however long we go, you know, you find time. I've listened to many long podcasts where, you know, I could pause, listen later, and whatever the case, you know. Dude, do you know they have a, there's a 10-minute there's a podcast? No, I did not. It's a dude that does a 10-minute podcast, and... I, I feel like it's dope that he has a niche because he's like the only one that does it. And he does like, you know, weekly things on 10 minute pocket. just, but it's like, I don't want to do that. That's not our niche. That's not what we, you know, what we set out to do. You know, we set out, we sit, we talk, we bullshit, we drink, we smoke, and we talk about shit. And sometimes it goes the hour. Sometimes it goes two hours. And, we, goes and the thing is, when we actually go two hours, we actually have a good time. It's not like yeah, we're we ain't we're, dragging we're shit never out. pushing out for the sake of just making it a, a certain length or whatever. So
0: yeah, I don't like that. When I'm hearing a, a podcast that I enjoy, it's like oh, we're running short on time. Like, why are you working? Like,
1: no why, it's CD, it's why are you, you got to no cut cut. Like, Yeah. What, what are your li- i mean if you have limitations you got to get up or you got to do something you know whatever the case I, I do have to get up but i wouldn't in the make the, it's not that i wouldn't make known and like i got to get up in the morning because everybody got shit to do you know right. what i'm saying so um i do no. have to get up in the morning and i'm like i don't care because
0: like i'd rather have less sleep and enjoy this podcast because i only get this time like this is my time Right. So I, I enjoy having the time it's to sit, than, smoke it's and more drink, more
1: than just having a podcast for the sake of yeah, a podcast. Yeah, I mean,
0: we do this for us, and if people listen to it and they sit through the whole two hours and like that was enjoyable, great. But we do this for us, and and I need this, and I enjoy this. This is my time. Like this, this is it for me. So. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, we're at an hour and fifteen minutes. We need to wrap it up. You gotta like, stop. Who, who, the no. fuck am, who the fuck am I answering to? Nobody. Nah, <laughs> so nah. yeah, I'm not going to answer nobody. I, I find that interesting. If people are like, "Oh, we're we're running long," like, no, you're not. No, you having a good podcast. You're not running long.
1: I'm not going to stop the podcast. Because it's a time frame, uh, time restraint, and we, you know, we got topics we want to talk about. That's the person where we, the, per, the big part we do this shit that to talk about shit, right? So it's whatever. Whatever we're here. yeah. So, but when we don't have shit else to talk about, we end it like now. And um, yeah. like always, you can uh, find our podcast on Facebook at What Up Doe Podcast, on Twitter at What Up Doe Podcast. Um, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Stitcher. Everything. Uh, it's like, actually another one, I can't think of it, we added, we added, like, to a other, a couple of other ones, I can't remember the name. You added the Google Play shit. I know, I, I don't added know anything Play, about it. I don't know the anything about it. The Google else. Play, and it's another one, I searched our name on, on, uh, on, just on Google, and another pod, another podcast. I think we probably added it at some point. I can't think of the name of it, but we're on everything that you can have access to if you have an iphone you can use itunes if you have a you know a, a android you can use google play or any of these random ass fucking things i for my podcast that i actually read i use i'm the android user of the podcast and i use a uh, podcast attic and you can just as long as you have the rss feed you can input any podcast mm. and so that's a good one for anyone that has an iphone anyone has an android excuse me you can use that uh that app um and you can download them to your phone so you don't have to actually stream them you know so forth so that's a good app for android users but yeah we're on pretty much every platform so there's really no reason not to listen because we're everywhere
0: yeah and i want to actually um before we wrap up i want to kind of uh I don't want to say hold people accountable, but I want to put us live on air saying that we want to have uh, certain people on a podcast. And um, you've mentioned you've mentioned mentioning this to me before, but uh, we want to get I want to get Janae airs on the podcast. Yeah, nigga, hit yeah. her up, nigga. Shit. I yeah, I want to hit up Janae. Uh, Janae is a city council person on uh, uh here in Detroit. We can get her on here to talk about uh, a lot of shit. Yeah, uh, not yeah, even just a lot of shit. shit, just a lot of shit. And because and, we- and Janae is like cool as fuck. Like it's not like we don't have Janae on to talk about fucking <laughs> the Flint water crisis. Like Janae will come on and talk about real shit. Like so Janae is cool, man. Like so yeah, Janae's cool uh, people.
1: She's yeah, I feel
0: people. like we, we'll. I feel like I I can say strongly that I feel like we can get Janae on a future podcast. And You know what I also think we could do is we could get uh Marcel uh what up though. Get what up though with a podcast like he's back on Twitter now man he's, he's
1: we had to we had the he's not local now so we had to But I mean out. we could, I mean we could have we him work it out.
0: call in and shit but like I mean like he's active again on Twitter cuz he was kind of like he was kind of dead on Twitter for a minute like we can get him on there, and it it would be nice to have the uh <laughs> the what up though Twitter name on oh, the what up though podcast right. yeah, like I yeah. feel like that would so, be
1: dope uh Marcel is what up though with a different different spelling I can't think of it right now yeah. Um, and it was funny when we first started the podcast I was like I kept thinking like I wanted to have a different spelling because I know he has like a twitter name you know a twitter yeah twitter name with that and and I wasn't I didn't want to take away from his name but at the same time I wanted to embrace Detroit and exactly. the greeting of it so when we first started we really worked to not have the spelling of to be confused and then I think he shut his site down but he yeah, still uses yeah, like yeah. the name for his um his uh um Twitter name, uh whatever the case. But we definitely that would be dope. So I, we have to hit him up and see yeah, how we can do I,
0: yeah, that. Yeah, I'll hit him up, man. He he's uh doing reviews now for Hip Hop DX and uh so I think it would be a good uh podcast to have him on to talk about current state of hip hop and shit like that. And just uh, as a as a as a Detroit guy. Right. Have sure. him talk about Detroit shit in general. You know, have a nice little local uh discussion and shit like that and so, if it's
1: anybody that you think that's pretty accessible in the city that you think we would would do good with having that person on let us know we're curious because as long as they don't mind coming to the to the studio i think <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a good it'd be a good time so yeah uh, we're charge. i'm charging mike right now to get janae um in the next month is that re- reasonable I don't know, but I man, look, I
0: will hit Janae up tomorrow. Yes. Please. I will please. hit up Janae and what up though tomorrow. I'll hit them both up tomorrow. Promise. So guaranteed. I will hit them both
1: up tomorrow. Yeah, definitely definitely like the uh I and since Janae is local, I definitely wanna I wanna push the beer. I think she would be a good a good guest. Um so Let's let's we get that popping. Yeah, um, but like I said, we on all of all of the the networks we could possibly be on, uh, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, which we actually record on um, everything. So, or you can hit our individual Twitter's uh, Twitter pages. At mine is at uh, blame Otis and Mike's at at Michael underscore Aaron. And uh if you have any questions, you could tweet us, you can email us. Um, everything is at what up though podcast pretty yep, much. So. At gmail.com
0: for the email, what up the podcast for the uh Twitter and shit, Facebook. So yeah, hit us up and uh we'll,
1: well see yeah. y'all next week. Peace. For
0: episode ninety. Ninety. Damn. Ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. yeah. All right, peace.